conversation. Let's fucking do it. That's the goal. I, I, li- I listened to your first one. Did with, you? Uh, almost the whole thing. I got, I got, yeah, with um, Bill, uh, what's his last name? Beck. Beck, Bill Beck, yeah. And? Yeah, it was good, man. It, yeah. yeah, isn't it cool? It's a lot better than I, you know, expected. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I don't know if that's a compliment. No, no. <laughs> we have a soundtrack. We have all kinds of. Can you? Oh, you're not listening. Oh yeah, you don't have that. Yeah. I don't hear anything. Let me hear it. Hit me with the hi hat. Nothing. Nope. We're not here. I'm not hearing any of that. I hear the intro song. Do you? I do. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, you're switching off me and him and on and off. I just monitored for you. Hello. Hello. Yep, I can hear that. I remember my first beer. Are you gonna clap <laughs> still? What, what camera? <laughs> I don't know. Should I? Oh, is it on? Uh, you recording video too? Yeah, there's three cameras. So one is on me. Oh, okay. No, no, right here, right here. Oh, oh, I see. Boom, That's boom, on boom. me. Okay. Is everything all cameras good? Do you check all the cameras? Okay. Let's so record. You, you, you put. We're recording. Yep. Oh, yeah. nice. Steve. Did you feel that? No, there's nothing to feel. No, okay, just, right. no, I felt that. I felt what were you gonna say? Uh, oh, do you, do you post video? Yeah. Is there like well, what you YouTube? Well, we or? no. So our 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 we did. How many do we have? Five so far. Five, and the first two was just me, and it was I tried using a camera that I bought, and it didn't work. And then, so the first two are just audio, and then the last three, are, yeah, the last three are iPhone camera. And audio, and now we got three cameras. Now you got legit cameras, right? So is it going to play like on Spotify when you? Yeah, we're on we're on Spotify. I guess I should say all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> crap. <laughs> it's on Plug Spotify, it Apple Podcast, and YouTube. Amanda set it all up. She's the head producer here. She's the bomb. Nice, nice. She I, saw, she bought she helped me find all this equipment and everything. I'm, I'm guessing you have some experience with like producing and does it for a living. She's like, uh, stop talking to me. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Matthew Fowler, guest number six. Yeah, buddy. Tell me what you do now. I work as a full-time real estate agent. How did you start that? Because I remember you worked for me for a little bit. Yeah. You came on, did some carpentry. Were you like exploring different types of jobs? With when when I started working with you? Yeah, yeah. Like what did you do before me? I feel like you were kind of trying a bunch of different professions because you were going to go work with your mother-in-law. Yeah, at one point. yeah, yeah. So that that and was, then you now you were with some talk. Yeah, yeah. So, so what were you doing? Like, is it was it well, were you trying different things to see what you like? So it, initially, uh, I I wanted to get into you know because something similar to what you you do right buying and flipping homes you know uh, investing yeah. in you know buy and hold properties. Yeah. And I thought, you know, we met at, we met at the wedding, yeah. right? That was uh, Michelle's wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we hit it off. Shout out Michelle Joseph. Joseph. Your best little used to him. It's a little, little too many puffs there, Steve. A little no. too many puffs. <laughs> it, it's, uh, I'm not usually an upper guy. I'm more of a, like a downer pot smoker. Yeah. And I think this is upper, so I've, I'm, get, I'm excited. <laughs> I, I know you can get contrasting feelings from I'm not a... I'm not a upper. What is it? Sativa or sativa or indica is upper, lower. Sativa is upper. So I'm not. I'm an indica guy. I'm not a sativa guy. I like doing the relaxed stuff, and the sativa. Yeah, no. Michelle Joseph's wedding. Means. Shout yeah, out yeah. Michelle Joseph. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we met there. You know, we connected. Um, so yeah, initially I got my real estate license to become 
more familiar with the real estate market so yeah. I could become more knowledgeable into, you know, making these purchases and, and you know, diving in and getting started. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I, I, I guess I kind of lost folk. I lost focus on on, you know, it, it's, it's not an easy thing to really get into. Right? No, it's There's not. a lot of different moving moving parts, and my my dad had me read Rich Dad Poor Dad when I was like twelve years old. You did you read Rich Dad Poor Dad, right? Yeah, that's why my 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 son read the book. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No shit. Uh -huh. How old is he now? Thirteen. No shit. It's a yeah. good age to read that book and instill it in you. Like my dad had me playing the board game, and I think that's what's what that, the quadrant cash flow. Is that what it's called? Well, no, that's that's part of the book. So there's like or, uh, that's the quadrant. I thought that cash was cash flow is the too. game. Cash cash, cash flow, flow is, is the name of the game. Okay, yeah. quadrant cash flow. The quadrant is, is, book. is yeah, quadrant yeah. is in the book, and that's like uh, having being self employed, uh, working for somebody, owning an asset, owning a business. There's mm -hmm. like different categories. I probably messed that up. I'm sure, we could look that up, can we? But yeah, if I didn't read that book when I was younger and play the game when I was younger, I wouldn't be where I am now. There's there's. I mean, you're getting into this. You're learning real estate and construction and all that. It's complicated. It is. Super complicated. Is. Um, so, yeah, if I didn't read that book, I, I don't know. I don't, think I'd be, I don't think I'd be as successful as I am now. And I've, I've acquired quite a few units, and it was through techniques I read in that book. Yeah, I wouldn't have been able to do it. But, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, a lot of things in my life just really haven't been – linear and we'll probably touch touch on that yeah. um in, in a bit um so you know i guess you know lost focus and then you know so i started in real estate you know I, I got some traction and then i think COVID hit and you know i don't know you know use it as, as, as an excuse and yeah. i kind of just fell back into what, what i was doing i was you know building furniture at, at the time custom furniture and i was really you know just passionate about it i loved doing it i saw your initial post on facebook about that i thought that's what you did was build furniture like on facebook and stuff like yeah. that i i thought you built that's what you did for like a living i did for 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 a while oh really yeah yeah for so why didn't yeah, you keep that up? You can push that down, brother, if it's in your way. What? This? The mic, yeah. Let me push it down. Yeah, you can, I think it moves down more. Eh. No. Or maybe back. Yeah, it's just it's, back. it's on the swivel. Okay. There you go. How's that? Yeah, much better. Is that better? Yeah. All right. All right, word up. There you go. Oh, I can hear you much better. I can hear you yeah. So it was the question, <laughs> why did I stop or, or yeah, start? Yeah. Or that, that... yeah, why Why didn't you Why didn't you just stay with woodworking? Well, I, I felt like there there wasn't a whole lot of, I don't know. I think at the time it's like if I wanted to make more money, I had to hire employees, and oh, I just you so know you, really wasn't set up to I don't know take take that on. And yeah. you know, there's probably a path for me to to get there. I just yeah. I wasn't motivated to. I, I just love doing the thing. Yeah, I, I, lo I love doing the thing. I love making things. Well, that's that's what I was saying. Is like I feel like some people. What you, they, all they do is they work by themselves building things. And if you're okay with that level of income, I think that's a great profession. But you, you're saying you wanted more, like a business. Yeah, yeah. I think the only reason you go into business, like a, a team type business where you have employees and stuff like that, is to generate more income. Yeah. Because I've thought about this often. Like, why don't I just do construction by myself? Just a one-man band. And I don't know. Sometimes there, I there, think There's I a want limit. To, you're limited to, unless, unless you're super exceptional at what you do you do 
super custom stuff that people yeah. are willing to pay. It's almost like an art, right? Somebody's willing to pay like so much money for this piece of artwork that right. so one person might look like a piece of shit, but yeah. you know, it's cause it has your name and your stamp on it. They're yeah. willing to pay more money for it. Yeah. Uh, m- maybe not, um, an exact no, I know what you mean. It. You're right. Cause it, but I feel like it takes a long time of doing something to get that kind of recognition. Yeah. I think the most common thing probably is art. I feel like art, you just sit there and paint and it's not really a paying job. And then, one day you make it big and your art sells for like 10 grand or a hundred grand or a million bucks. That'd be so dope. Living the life of a starving artist, right? Yes. Oh, that's what it's right. Yeah. You know, I oftentimes think about sayings like that, cliche sayings. And that's what, that's it. Probably where you hear starving artists living the life of a starving artist. You're like, oh yeah. Okay. It makes sense. But then you think about it in perspective of your own life. Like, oh my gosh, it makes a lot of sense. A lot of artists probably starve and like live in their car until they make it. Right. Probably it could be the same said for like actors. Yeah. I don't I don't think you'd really it's there's probably only a few professions that's like that, art and actors. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I mean keep cutting you no, off. No, 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 it's all good. Um where were we? So you were woodworking, you can't really you couldn't really expand your yeah. income. Yeah, couldn't really expand. I, I you know, I, I guess I I kind of <clears throat> romanticized with the idea of maybe like one day sp- setting up a shop yeah. right and like like maybe like a cabinet shop yeah right yeah. so i can go in like you know i can set up a shop and have employees and we're just making cabinets right i think that could possibly be a lucrative thing to do oh my and, god cabinets kitchen yeah. cabinets for sure see i i would want to do that as like a retirement thing when i have enough money coming in that i don't have to worry about how much time i spend in the shop or whatever i'm making mm-hmm. i could just do whatever i want that's my dream that's what i want to do but you've seen my carpentry skills, like fine carpentry. It's not, I don't have no. To, I'm a rough carpenter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely um, there's definitely a difference. I, I think I think it kind of boils down to like rough carpentry. Like you're, you you be within like a quarter of an inch. Yeah. Fine carpentry, you're like a sixteenth, maybe even a thirty second. That, that's say, your that, like, that's your degree of tolerance. It's like a thirty second of an inch, depending on you know what you're building, especially cabinetry. Oh God, yeah. yeah. I feel like all your tools were set up for such fine measurements oh yeah 100 percent. you know what i mean yeah that's it's totally different than what we do i mean we mother we measure try we try to be but the thing is if you're building like you know i think a lot of these shops right they 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 just have it set up right they even have a guy work you know employed who just comes around and makes sure that the tool is still within that tolerance yeah guys just checking all the machines right come on yeah and like a professional big shop yeah like a professional big shop right just to make sure because you're just you're making the same piece, right? Over, over and, and over. over oh, again. so you're talking like factory type? Furniture. Yeah, maybe kind of, kind of factory type stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah that's especially one way to think of it. Over and over and over. It's one way to think of it. Or if you're doing like, yeah, I don't know, maybe some of these like luxury homes where they want, you know, like walnut baseboard or some kind of exotic wood yeah. uh, uh, trimmed out in their whole entire house. Now you can set up your shop to, you know, you can mill out. You know, you could buy a bunch of that that raw material yep. and you mill it all out yep. and you make it super custom, but you're gonna get paid yep. a premium for doing doing that work. Can I tell you one of my dreams? I want Let's I have twenty it. acres in Franklinville, right? I want to build a cabin out there, like a super nice chalet looking cabin. Mm-hmm. And I wanna cut down the cherry trees that are on there, because I got a bunch of black cherry on the property. Cut it down, drag it to my mill, make it into boards, plane it. Make it smooth, put the tongue and groove into it, and then put floors to that entire house and have think. and have touched every single piece of the process. Like cut down the tree, mill the wood, 
plane it, sand it, tongue and groove, install, sand it again, stain it, poly it. Goddamn. So just the floors? Yeah, or, just because or, I think. Or you want to trim out the whole. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll probably guy. do trim. Yeah. I never really thought about that. Sorry, too loud. <laughs> I get excited you're, now. You're you got yelling, me. man. I'm talking about wood. No, I can, I can tell you. Now you know, me excited. Yeah. So he's, I don't. He's fired up, wood. man. It's gonna be wood. <laughs> so we could we could take this part out, but real quick, I'm picking up a lot of the gum chewing. So I don't know if you could. Oh, oh let me no. throw it out. Dude. Yeah. There's a garbage can over here. Sorry, man. Can you make it? You could you could shoot it. I don't care. Yeah, shoot it. No, I want to get that in the wide shot. Make that yeah, throw. Just shoot it right in. Make shoot that throw. It, nut it. Nut it. Shoot. Yep. Oh, bank shot. Nice. Very nice. Bank shot. And was there something you said? Did you want to know something about Rich Dad Poor Dad? Like the life, the quadrants, the quadrant. Oh, the quadrants. All right, I'll look that up. Yeah, I want to know what the quadrant is in Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, you guys can tell me if I'm being too loud because I get excited. Um, that's one of my dreams. I want to. Yeah, I probably do the trim that, package that, that too. Sound, that sounds awesome, right? Yeah, that's, that sounds pretty dope. Does that sound uh, super manly? I feel like that's like a thing. Oh, one, you know, just Every, to chop down the trees yes. on your land and, and build. And then a, I got a tractor. I drag it over to the sawmill. I let it dry. Right. I debark yeah. it. I cut. I mean, there's, it's such a. It's it's, it's a process. A, it's a uh, yeah, but that's yeah. Can you like that? I think about this. I'm hoping to retire, not retire. And when I say retire, I mean not have to go to work. Okay, I'm hoping to have enough assets and businesses that produce income that I don't have to keep coming in. That's my dream. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting close. And if I can do that by the time I'm in my 40s, I feel like that'll be a great age to start the process. You know what I mean? Yeah. Start milling them. <clears throat> like, cause this is a, you're talking a multi-year project if I do. Oh, that. you're going to be there for a long time. Steve. Right. Yeah. yeah like I, I would yeah. probably have the foundation poured by somebody. I'd probably have the foundation poured by somebody professional. Cause I don't want to mess that up. But of I would, course. I would have, I would, I, I used to do in. Um, what about the framing? You're gonna frame it yourself? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. So yeah, because nothing against framers. I'm in construction, but most framers who are doing it on a daily basis, they're just close enough. They're like on autopilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't blame them because you got to right. make money, so you're moving as fast as you can. But if I'm gonna frame my own house, it's gonna be like with two by twelve floor joists, twelve inch it's on like center. I want to put a marble on. Yes, and, and it just that, stays yep. right. There, like I'm gonna check everything, level this, that, and the other. Like it's gonna be perfect. So yeah, I'm probably gonna frame it. I'll probably I won't do the foundation. I'll frame it. I'll make all my own flooring. I'll make all my own trim. Windows. I didn't think about windows. I feel like Pella wood windows. You can are, tell. You can tell. You you thought about this a lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> this has been a well. I mean, I've had the I've had my land since I was 20 years old. Yeah, I bought my land. I bought my first 10 acres when I was 20. And then I bought my second 10 acres when I would think I was like 24, 25. Yeah, how much did you pay for those 10 acres when you were 20? The first 10, 26 grand. Not bad. Not bad. Not and then bad. the second one, I think, was like 32,000. Have you looked at what the value is today? So I used to get these things in the mail. Like they were like automatic mailers. I think, you know how people do like just random mailers yeah. to buy property? Oh, yeah, yeah. They just blast out an area. Oh, of course. They used to, I used to get them all the time. And they were like nine grand. For your 10 acres. <laughs> I just got one. $47,000. All right. So that tells me, like, if you're playing the proportion, the, like, proportion game, if I actually bought it for twenty three grand and I was getting $9,000, you know what I mean, as offers, and now I'm getting offers of $47,000, the true value of that land is probably, like, 70, 60, 70 grand, I would guess. Mm. Plus, I got my little cabin on it. Plus, I'll be building my nicer cabin on it eventually. And that's where you're hunting? Right. Yes, yeah, it's on my list. We got to talk about nice, some money. Nice, nice. I know yeah. you wanted to get into okay. it. Okay. But anyways, so um, yep. 
you were you did carpentry with me for a little bit. You tried you, you had yeah, your yeah. real so, estate license. Yeah, so so I I thought that would be um you know because this is what this is what you're doing right. Yeah. And I wanted to I want to learn from the guy who was doing the thing that you know eventually you know I want to I want to be doing. I, I guess I really I didn't figure out exactly all the steps in between. Yeah. And you know we we had a um you know I had, I had some things kind of ha- happened in my life that pulled me out of everything that I was doing at that time. But yeah, you know. So I, I think if you don't have a clear idea of what you want, like you wanted to flip houses, you wanted to own rentals, you wanted to be a real estate agent, have your license. Those are like three, not vague goals because they're all in the same category. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you don't have a very clear goal of where you want to go, it's very hard to figure out what you need to do. But I feel like you've kind of found your thing now. I feel like real estates because you're making those videos. Oh, those yeah. Those are dope, dude. You like them? Yeah, yeah I do. they're all right. You know, I- why are you doing that? Well, um, you need to have a presence on social media yep. to gain more traction and gain, gain, gain business. So, yeah. um, and you know, they, they become fun. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, my plan is to do more of them. Yeah. You know, I, I always you, intend to do more of them, but they, they look, does somebody edit them? I edit them. Oh really? Yeah. You do a really good job. Yeah. You do it all yourself. I'm all by myself. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's Let's, not through your real estate agent? You're Steve, not through yeah, your... I, don't, I don't have a cast and crew like you. <laughs> I don't kind of like is, that. This is uh, paid for. I, I got to pay friends to hang out with me. <laughs> Go to the wide shot real quick to get us in here. My crew. Hey. My producers. Um, so, yeah. I, you're doing pretty good. I, I thought you had, like... I thought you were doing them through your agency. No. No. I, I've been doing them at uh, Rosie's... Uh, office oh yeah really? because yeah the lighting's good there and she's got like you know those ring lights right it just it just, it helps yeah um and i bought one of those little uh bluetooth mics that i that i put on and really yeah, I had the, uh the one video i, I couldn't post because i'm like i had the mic in my hand yeah and i'm a mover like you know yes i, I can't that. stand still yep. like i'm standing up i'm all over the place and she's yeah. always yelling at me fucking stop moving around yeah. and because it, you know, she's it's in the stand, and she's like, "You're not even in the shot anymore." Yeah, you move so you're much, bouncing out of. Well, it. you did some like where you're walking around, like you did some at places, like you did oh, one yeah, at the I mall. Oh yeah, just like did one at the mall because I had the the you know it already mapped out for me, and yeah, um, I had you know kind of talking points, and we're at the mall. I'm like, I gotta make this video, and so let's just do it here. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. I feel like that takes balls, like. You couldn't record me talking to a camera at the mall. Yeah. Like this, I think, is easy. Okay. You're like all nervous about this. I'm like, man, this is a joke. This is just us. <laughs> you doing like you're talking to the camera, and it's it feels like to me when I was watching it, you're talking right to me. You seem like an actor. Like you're very good. And you're doing it amongst people at the mall. I feel like that's intense. You, you like the shot on the uh, in the escalator. That, that yeah, one, that, was that, that, that one was tough to get. Yeah, I believe <laughs> yeah. it. Who was doing the camera? Uh, uh, Rosie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Because yeah, we we're just shopping. And I'm like, yeah, let's just knock this out. That's what I mean. I feel like that yeah. takes balls. Like you weren't nervous doing that. Not really. No, really? I, I think I'm more, I'm more because you know I, this is more personal, right? That I'm just like talking about real estate and. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so what makes yeah. you nervous about being personal? Come on, we're friends, bro. I don't know. Is it these you two know. schmucks that make you nervous? Yeah, there's there's they're scary. I don't know. I just don't like. It's his hat. It's, 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 it's a hat, man. No, it's, I just uh, I think they were really good. You, I, I, I could have sworn you were doing it through your agency, and I thought you had like a person and a camera, and like I thought they wanted you to do that because no, I mean, well, I I mean it, it they, they encourage you to, to to do it, and we have somebody on staff that handles like all the marketing. So if you need like. I guess an idea or, you know, somebody to like make a little post for you. Yeah. Um, 
he'll he'll do that for you. But yeah, they don't. There's no like, oh, come in. We're making videos at this time. And, yeah. And 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 all the rest. But I, I mean, it's your own. You're your own business when you're in real estate, right? See, I so never you understood because I, I never got my license. I don't. I've always had either a partner that was an agent or like I have a partner now who's a wholesaler. I never had my license and I, I still come across a lot of deals, probably not as much as you guys, but I've never had an agent. So I, I, I didn't know how it worked. You, you have no idea. No, yeah. I didn't. I, I'm learning now that you guys are what, like 1099? Are you guys self-employed? Yeah, basically? yeah, yeah. So we're, yeah, completely self-employed. And then self-employed. you work through a brokerage. Yeah, we work through a brokerage. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you're under, under a brokerage. Um, and you, you but pay you're, but you're, What's that? You pay. So what's the? So you, so, can you talk about the like pay structure? And all yeah, that? yeah. So, um, okay. So the different brokerages have different rates. pay structures and yep. rates, and depending on who you are and how much business you do, the rate's going to fluctuate. Um, so for for my brokerage, I don't. I'm not sure if I can discuss. It. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll talk in, in. Just give in, me a general breakdown of how it works. Like general they get a percentage. So how it works for me? There's a there's a cap, right? We so you, you start oh, yeah, off yeah. you start off with a 55 45 split right so okay. say if i sell a $2000 home right and 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 you know i get $6000 commission i get 55% of that the, the brokerage gets 45 oh. now i could get 100% of that once i hit my cap so once oh. i paid the brokerage a certain amount right it, yeah. it's a pretty fair amount yeah. then i get 100% of that for the rest of the year oh, and it's dope. on an annual basis i could even pay it up front i could pay you know the amount of money up front and then this way every deal that i do for the rest of the year i get 100 percent. do you of, get of a paycheck commission. no or is it only commission it's only commission okay yeah 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 so if i if i don't get in front of another you know family couple investor uh and i'm selling the property i'm i'm essentially unemployed wow but yeah. doesn't the brokerage provide you with any like backup or contacts or network they or? yeah yeah and it, it again it fluctuates per brokerage I, I can't speak for all brokerages out there but we have a um we ha- we do have a lead generation. You know, oh, okay. System. I feel like that's huge, especially for real estate. Yeah, 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 yeah. One, you know, um, so yeah, we have a CRM and uh, we use something called Boomtown, where we do get leads. You know, some of them, some of them are are okay. Um, I I mean, I have to be honest. I haven't closed any leads that From have been that. generated through you know that been given me by by the I brokerage. I feel like because I get I could. I can attest to this in business. I look for leads too because everything's sales, right? Like mm-hmm. I got to sell jobs. Yeah. And to sell jobs, I got to have people coming to me f- asking to have construction done. So I've seen situations where they're they're providing leads and they almost, I feel like leads are like a one in a hundred. I feel like leads that are generated for you are not. Yeah, they're they're not. Um, they're tough. Yeah, they're kind of cold. Some of them are more, more warm than than others. Yeah. Um, and you know, you can, it's luck of the draw, yeah. right? But it's a numbers game. And the thing is with, with real estate, it's, it's not, um, it's not like a get rich quick thing. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, somebody's going to call you and they, they're going to say, Hey, I, w- I want to buy a house and you're writing an offer like the very next day. And it's, it, so do- it, it very rarely works like that. It's a long game. You need to nurture and work these leads and you know, you need to touch on them and keep yeah. in contact with them. So unless they call you directly, what if they call like your brokerage? So they don't they don't call us. We get a notification. So how how it works is um so there's well there's some that do call the brokerage and yeah because I would assume somebody that wants yeah, to sell their yeah, house there's some that, they that see do your call, team call and they're them. like I call there and then how does that get like seniority? 
Um, I think when they call the brokerage, um, it's like whoever's in the office to Ooh. really field the call to take it right there, like a live kind of transfer type type That's deal. That's gonna be a little competitive. Sure. Yeah. It's like you know, I was sitting in the office all day. <laughs> well. I feel like it's it's not that lucrative where it's like oh I'm gonna just sit in the office and wait for this to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I do I try to get to the office as much as I can. Right. Sometimes it's it's a little more beneficial and advantageous than others because I go to the office and there's people there just fucking around and yeah. I look at my watch like God, two hours pass by and I literally got nothing done. Oh wow. yeah. But then there's other times I go to the office and um, get paperwork. Yeah, done, I, I get, get I get done. I get a lot of stuff done. You know. Yeah. I I I think with COVID. A lot of people liked working from home, but I heard a lot of people also say they didn't like working from home. And I'm just applying the same concept to an office where everybody hangs out. You can get distracted way easier when you're at home. You know what I mean? Because your family's around, your kids are around. You know, you oh, can you do the lawn? Can you grab the lawn? And I'm like, yeah. honey, I'm working right now. Yeah. And I'm sure if there's a bunch of people just messing around at your office, it could detract them like, your flow state, like focus. Absolutely, right? You know what yeah, I mean? You know about flow state. Come on, yeah. bro. I'm up on all the stuff. Andrew Huberman is one of my dudes. Yeah. I, I Shout out to Andrew Huberman. He, um, <laughs> he, I think he's, I like super smart people who can, who can really, uh, not what's not enunciate, but. Uh, articulate. Articulate really well. Thank you. Yeah. Because science is difficult enough for scientists and then for normal folk to hear it. I think he does a really good job. He, he does. He breaks it down to just the most basic level. Layman terms, and, yeah. And, well, and, it's, and he gets very deep. And sometimes it's, like, way too deep for me yeah, where, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I understand it. I couldn't repeat it back to you. No. Um, I tried to, and I messed it up, and everybody's like, what are you talking about? I'm yeah, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, the glycogen <laughs> yeah. and the glucose in your veins, and they're like, uh, I don't think you're saying anything right. Yeah. <laughs> but it works. I mean, yeah. so ice plunge. I'm not gonna lie, I saw your video of you going into the into the trough of your ice plunge in winter, and it made me feel like a little bitch. So I made uh, it a point to go out and get the tub and put it in my garage and start doing it. Yeah, I, I saw the. Uh, you, I think you did a post right yeah. Uh, yeah, of the cast iron yeah, tub in, yeah. in the garage. That's yep. nice, nice. I just couldn't let you beat me. I, I <laughs> not like that. Like I like no. I I know competition. What you mean. Right. Like I I, yeah. I say this to a lot of people. It. Um, the five closest people you're around is who you're going to be like. It's true. So you being my friend and then seeing you do that, I was like, oh man, it made me have that you feeling like, your game up. yeah, you I'm like, if he's up. doing that yep. shit, I got to do that shit. What the hell? And then I saw you get yoked because I, I saw you like right before you got really big. Like yeah. when you were doing carpentry for me, you weren't. No, no, now. I was, I was just more. You more, were talking about going was, to the Y and shit like I, that. I was more, I was more, I, I was, I was like fit, but the types of workouts that I was doing was more like. Hit workouts, yeah. insanity hit, shit, just hit, at home. Hit. What is hit? So high intensity interval training. So oh, it's like okay. you ever see like insanity, Sean, Sean T. So during COVID, all the gyms closed. Because right. I was going to the gym prior to. I wasn't lifting the way the way that I am now. Yeah. Um, and like, and especially with diet and just as dedicated and disciplined and all the rest. Um, and, and doing those workouts, your body's going to, the aesthetic's going to be a lot different than if you're strength training. So right? is that what you're doing now? Strength training? Yeah. 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 That's what, that is what got you your size. Cause you got much bigger. Oh yeah. Compared yeah. to what you were. Cause I remember you said you were doing almost two days. You were doing the hit training right in the morning and mm -hmm. then strength training in the evening. Yeah. Um, remember we went out to dinner last year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would, 
and and I still do. Well, okay. Well, actually, today I just learned that I've, I've kind of been shooting myself in the foot by doing hit training in the yes. morning. Well, that's right? what I'm asking. So I'm working. I know with, a little bit okay. about it, but so I, I want. I'm, work, I'm working with the coach, right? Okay. Because I'm doing I'm doing a competition in July. It's late July. Really? July 29th. Yeah, and I expect you to be there. Oh, yeah, I will be a, there, my be friend. At, of uh, course. At, at Riverworks. It's a oh. physique thing. Honestly, I know nothing about this world. I was kind of. It just kind of fell in my lap and yeah, Rosie's like you look good yeah, yeah well, good. well the, the dude that goes to the same gym as I he's a coach and he's like um we just started talking he's like I thought you were like you know prepping for a show you look like you're six to eight weeks out yeah and I didn't really know like what what that meant and people are like oh that's that's a compliment man oh wow yeah yeah, yeah so, I didn't know that many there <laughs> yeah I, I'm like okay six to, that seems like a long time but no it's but really I'm it's sh- not a long time people I've, prep for a year I was gonna say even, yeah my, even plus my dad was really into bodybuilding um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was one of his idols. He had like pictures because my dad used to lift a lot. Yeah, and and then I watched a couple documentaries on Netflix about lifting, powerlifting, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's in it's it's a lifestyle. It's it's a it is it's a lot of work. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I could see why the six to eight week thing is is a compliment because that means you put in all the work to be able to and get. Just to how six I live, I just show up every day. Yeah, that's just how I show up. Yeah, yeah. Is it now? Would you say your biggest what, what, cause you, like I said, you, you weren't as big as you were a year ago. Yeah. What did you change from doing hit training in the morning and strength training in the evening till now that got you so much bigger? Okay. So a year ago, um, well, let's see. I, well, I was kind of more in the beginning of getting back to the gym, right? Cause COVID shut all the gyms down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nobody was going to the gym. Yeah. Um, and then they started reopening slowly. And I think we, the day that we went back. I think late February. Yeah. It was like in February of last year. Okay. Right. So whenever I saw you is probably when I first got back in. Yeah. And then, you know, now I've just been literally every day. So just being it's committed. Just being committed and and, and diet. Um and, and you know, really focusing on what I'm putting in my body. What are you eating? Right. So um now like I said, I got a coach, so my my whole diet. And oh, he figures it out for you? Yeah, he sends me a meal plan. Uh, my my workout regimen has changed. Really? Com- not completely, but, you know, we modified some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, wow. And and, uh, and then we do posing, right, on Sunday. Really? And that's, I, I, I have to say, I got to give these guys credit because it's a lot more difficult than than you think. Really? Yeah, just to, like, hit a pose, especially, like, a back pose. Well, you probably have to learn how to flex certain muscles in certain ways at certain times. Well, I mean, okay, we've all we've all done a bicep, or you know, a kid, right? That's easy. But, look at you over there. How about back? You flex your back? when You can't even see your back, no. right? When, you, when are you flexing it? So it takes, it takes practice, right? It, I'm not going to lie. Whenever I see those kind of people at the gym, until you said that, that you had to like practice poses. I kind of thought they were just being douches that like look at themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cause you don't know yeah. until you know. Well, well from what I, cause I always go in the morning, right? Get all my, I have a morning routine that I stick to and I'm pretty, you know, religious about it. But yeah. I, so I always go to the gym in the morning. I don't go in the afternoon or, or the evening, but I guess it's like, it, it's a completely different atmosphere. It's, um, like you go in the morning, everyone's chills, a lot of you know, older people. Yeah. But after you come, like when the teenagers and everybody get out of high school, oh, I'm sure. it's like it's like everybody's like a like an Instagram model really? and they got their phones on tripods oh, and I didn't even think about that. I haven't been to a gym like that, like a gym gym in so long. I didn't think it's probably full of people just sitting because it is a lot of what you see on social media now. Yeah, like good good luck, good good luck and on certain machines that are sitting there just fucking around on their phones. Really? Yeah. Oh god, that's gotta be so annoying. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah, it would drive me nuts. <laughs> it would drive me nuts. And so then, you like your early morning, 
You got a routine down. Yeah. Sitting there posing on Sundays. In yeah, the on, on Sundays. Yeah, we go into one of the rooms that yeah that we we go into, and um, there's there's a group of us. There's so I'm doing like a men's physique where they just they basically just judge your like your upper body. So I'm actually in like board shorts. I'm not in a banana hammock. Okay, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I, I, I think you got to be a whole nother level to be those big guys. Well, well, it it's about because I guess there's different competitions, right? There's like there's natural competitions and then there's, you know, where you're not getting tested. Now, uh, what's I, the, what's the Arnold's? What's the Mr. Olympia? Do they test? Oh uh, no, you're, they're all juiced up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They're juiced up to the oh nines, man. They're probably taking all, they're on the sauce. Testosterone, all steroids. Sauce testosterone, thing. steroids, probably anything they could do to just gain even the, <laughs> the smallest amount of muscle. What's in, it? In, in given edge. What's the word? Not, it's not ironic. Isn't that like a oxymoron almost? That these are they look oh, super yeah. healthy, but they're like they're pumping super themselves unhealthy. full yeah, of it's drugs. Yeah, it's not healthy at all. It's yeah, it's. It, I don't think. I could yeah, do actually, that. I think I heard uh, it was like Rogan and somebody else talking about it. Um, about yeah, just like that's you know the, the the appearance, right? The aesthetic is is what we all you know would like to look, look like. Yeah, but you'll never and look like look that healthy, if you're not but, natural. But they're no, no, you won't. No, because I lift. I, I mean, I, I don't lift to your level. But I lift enough that I I kind of keep in shape, you know what I mean? Like I I I, I work construction for a living. I want to be able to lift things. I want to live longer. I want to feel healthier. I don't want to feel weak. And there was a point where I I wasn't I wasn't huge. I wasn't fat, but I was just pudgy. Like everything was soft. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'm like, oh you're, oh oh no no you no. Don't no. Be soft. I don't want to be soft. No. I'm like, because I always I've always been a bigger guy, so I have a wide wide shoulders. Yeah, but I. It was like a skinny fat almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where yep. you're not really anything. You're just, you know, you're just like the mass <laughs> you're, is there. You're, you're just there. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not yeah. not saying it's bad to eat, to eat their own, but I just wasn't comfortable because all my life I've kind of been skinny and in shape and had definition and then, then it went away. And I was like, oh, no. And I realized I'm like, oh, I'm like 32 years old. This shit doesn't just stay. <laughs> you got to work at it, man. Yeah, you got to yeah. work at it. You got to train your body. Yes. Right? So I do a lot of like full body exercises i do a lot of pull-ups i do a lot of push-ups i do just okay, general you do like calisthenics yeah a lot. Where, where do you do it at home at home at home okay, yeah so what do you got a pull-up bar yeah. and, and yeah. what else tell squat me what rack i got a squat rack okay are you I doing got... squats yeah, Barbell yeah squats yeah just because okay. i i feel like i feel like there's there's workouts that are good for the whole body squats is one of them because i feel like you're activating yeah. so much of your body keeping your balance you're kind of probably getting a little core in there you know your your biggest muscles yeah, are what your, your, your legs. compound. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you're doing like a lot your bench of stuff. Press your deadlift and, yes. and your squat. What is it? Your bench press, bench. your deadlift, and yeah. your squat. So yeah. I I need to do bench press and and deadlift and deadlift. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like deadlift. Sorry, I, sorry, I just heard that, of a Joe Rogan Joe. episode. I feel like they're you saw it right. Ooh, the risk to wrong. reward ratio of doing deadlifts isn't worth it because you uh, can get injured. Yeah, well, if you're not doing it correctly, well, yeah. your form's so important with with, with deadlifts. Yeah, um, yeah. So you you definitely want to make sure that I feel like it, I, do, I it, wouldn't do it. it right. I'd say it's the it's the hardest movement to learn. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's the hardest movement to learn. Like I, so you still you do all those like all those general workouts? You still do? Well, uh, until I started working with the coach, he switched up my plan. Yeah. So um, squats. I I haven't done a squat since I started working with him because. 
I, I do different types of squats. Okay. Now, as far as squats with, with the barbell, I used to always do. I used to, not that I love squats. Actually, I hated squats, yeah. but I knew I had to do them because I hated them so much. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, you know, that's just how my brain works. It's like, yeah, know, yeah. that's it, how I feel. Like, yeah. I, I've gotten to the point we've talked, I think we've talked about this of like discipline. When things suck, I'm like, oh, I must be doing something good you gotta, for myself. You got to run towards it. Because I hate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry. You yeah. So, de- so uh, squats. Uh, okay. So squats, right? Um, when you do squats like that, you activate muscles around your hips, right? And and what you what you, the your goal, what you're trying to attain is wide shoulders, and you're trying to look as slim as possible oh. in the in the in the waist, right? So there's different types of you could do like hack squats and just kind of assisted squats with different machines. So you could still, you know, you're just isolating, you know, your legs, glutes, and you know, hamstrings. So you're going whatever. for like definition in those hip muscles, not size. Yeah, so I yeah, I want my waist to be as small as possible and my shoulders to be as, as large as possible. So oh, now I'm doing dope. you know different shoulder exercises. I'm kind of touching on shoulders on another day in the week. And your basically your shoulders and your back are kind of the two most important things when it comes to this like physique. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what looks. That's my favorite attru- physical attribute of myself is my shoulders. I mean, if you have if you don't have good shoulders, I feel like you don't look good. Because you, you could have the biggest muscles in the world, but if you're still like, like just like yeah. a pencil, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, I feel like you got to get that, those lats and them shoulders. Right. Like you want to look as wide. wide as possible. Yeah. Right? yeah get yeah. that barn door back. Those yeah. uh, Death Star delts, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. So trainer helped you, what, like organize your workouts? Yeah. So yeah, he, he, he modified it a bit. So he took away, took away the bench. I mean, I, I honestly, I always thought that in, you know, it, it's I'm glad that I'm doing this. I've yeah. kind of been coerced into like into doing because I'm I'm learning a lot about just training and fitness and different way you can, you know, uh, get to a certain. Yeah, I'm learning goal. through you right now. That's why I keep asking all these questions. <laughs> it's like a free education. And, um, and then diet too. Oh, um, I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll touch on that in a second. I think that gets way overlooked. I think that gets way overlooked. Oh, it's it's, it's, the, just, I, it's just as important, if not even more important, than yeah. you know, uh, uh, lifting. Yeah. I honestly think it's more important because I have an example. My wife, uh, me and her, her discipline for eating is not as good as mine. So she eats a lot of sweets. Oh, and she got a sweet tooth. Yeah, and she would she would go to the gym every single day. Now she looks good, right? Yeah. But like, I didn't have to go to the gym, and all I had to do was really maintain my diet, and I. I was getting, I was losing weight, but that's kind of when I was like the skinny fat, the skinny where I didn't fat. have. Well, you don't have mm-hmm. muscle, mm-hmm. so I, I would argue to say because she looked so good, but her diet was so bad. I think really good workouts can mask a bad diet, but if you have a bad diet, I don't think you could. No, that doesn't make sense. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You can kind of, you kind of make up for yeah, one yeah. without the other. Yes. Um, doing you know with your diet. Yes. Versus, I think working yeah. out can allow you to have a bad diet. If you don't work out and just have a good diet, you don't look that good. You right, just stay right. skinny. Well, here's the thing: why not do both? Well, right. well obviously, well, obviously, why not? Why yeah. not do both? But I'm just saying that's a, at the time when we were kind of comparing. It was like, yeah, I'm like, okay, I need to get back in the gym. And it, I don't know. It's just for me. It's just it, it's like it's mind blowing. You know, at this point, since I've I've been doing the things that I've been doing, and you know, I, I feel the way that I feel now, and you know, I guess you, I, I can't the way go that backwards. Yeah. You yeah. It's like, I can't go, go back. Like, you know, my, my, my diet, it's pretty stringent now. And, um, I mean, I, I always, I always ate pretty, pretty well. And I, you know, didn't eat a lot of sweets or bullshit yeah. or stuff out of a bag or processed stuff. Yep. I think staying away from that, it's important. Um, I mean, now like my diet just consists of it's, it's chicken, fish, 
beef. You know, it's basically just meats. It's whole, 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 whole meats, whole foods, nutritious. Do you uh, ever eat bad? Dense food. What's that? Do you ever eat bad? I don't even want to anymore. Really? Like I don't even want to. Yeah. Uh, so you don't cheat at all. I mean, we'll like Mother's Day. We went out to uh, we went to Bobby J's. Like, yeah. You know, my wife and you know her her brothers and their families and her her mom. And I mean, I ate, I ate a, a veal parm and with some spaghetti, <laughs> and I ate a piece of bread. Not that on. <laughs> I ate a piece of bread. <laughs> Did you feel it? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't feel as bad as I, you know, I I, I thought I would. But I, I don't know, man. A lot of times, like you know, I feel like I'm pretty sensitive into like what I put in my body. Like, yeah. um, I don't I don't drink anymore. I used yeah, to no. drink all like especially during football season every Sunday, man. Really? And, I, and then Sunday, and then there would be beers left in the fridge, and mm-hmm. then I drink like maybe a couple throughout the week. But I, I haven't had a drink for like five, six. Actually, I don't, I don't, I don't keep track. I don't know why I say numbers. I'm guessing six months. I haven't had one in a long time, not even a sip. And that's probably one of the things that I enjoyed stopping the most was not drinking. Yeah, I didn't realize. And then Andrew Huberman was saying. That one night of binge drinking, even if it's like just three drinks on a Friday, messes you up for like a week, two weeks. I forget the actual. Dude, it's, it's ethanol in it, right? Yeah, yeah, but it lasts so much longer than just that one night. It's so unhealthy oh, it, yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah, it does. People think like, oh, I only do it one night a week and I only have three, four drinks. Like, it's not a big deal. That's still bad for you. It's still very bad for you. Yeah, the last time I drank, um, there was a, a huge like real estate event. Um, and. It was a huge party. Yeah, it's yeah. free drinks. It's and, hard not to drink, and, right? Man, I went out and I went. I went pretty, pretty hard. <laughs> I went pretty hard. And days after, man, it took me at least three days to like get back. I just felt like shit for days. And yes. I'm like, this just isn't worth it. That's why days. I. That was, I, I've never been a drinker. You gonna, you gonna say something about drinking? See, my 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 uh, DJ over here loves his drink. Mm. Yeah, I have a couple drinks, uh, <laughs> a couple times a week. Does it make you feel like crap? Yeah, I hate it. Now that we're over 30, yeah, the uh, hangover lasts about two, three days, right? depending on how much. But, you know, like I went to the PGA Tour Championship in uh, Rochester, had one double there as a Tito's and water, and now I'm... Because if I stop drinking, then you get the hangover in the middle of the day, so I got a white claw now, and That was know, one of my going. least favorite things, was to get the hangover during hanging out. Dur- during the... Yeah. That's when you know you've been at it for too oh, long. Dude, I... I just don't like hangovers. That's like the tailgate, right? You go to a Bills game, the tailgate, and then like See, halftime I, hits. And... I don't even know if I could do that anymore. I, yeah. Because I, I now it's like it's become one of those things, right? Because I haven't drank in so long, I feel like I'm on a streak. You know what you I mean? You don't want to break the streak. No. Yeah, it, yeah. it just became like a thing. Like now I just want to see how long can I go without even having a sip ever. Because like at first I was just like, ah, oh, I'm not going to do it because I feel good. Ah, eh, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to drink. Ah, eh, I'm not doing it because I'm not drinking. Right. But now I've not drank at all for so long. I'm like, how long can I make this last? You know? So yeah. I'm going like six months and I feel pretty good. That Yeah, that's. Um, back to your workout thing. I kept cutting you off. I, I should have I named this podcast Down the Rabbit Hole. Down the Rabbit Yeah, we're <laughs> going to be all over the place I'm, I'm i guessing. just i can't yeah. help it matt how long has it been since you had a drink because you said it was at that last uh event you went to <sighs> i mean I could, I could look on my phone at, at the date of it it's been a couple months really at least. but yeah even ever since like i said since football season yeah because like, it was like i don't know man i don't know why i was like hey uh because we were entertaining at, at our house i'm like my brother dad and you know some of my wife's family yeah. come over and uh just get beer and drink and I watch know. football it's right such and a that was, social thing yeah it's such a, I 
can understand why some people become alcoholics. I, I, this we could talk about if you're cool with it, like your your journey through addiction. Cause sure. That I'm starting to understand more and more and more. The more people I talk to, the more perspectives I get on it. But dude, alcohol is so normalized. It is crazy. It, you don't realize it until you try to not drink. It's so socially accepted everywhere. Almost to the point where you get teased if you're not drinking. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, people have to go into uh, social settings with the strategy or plan to not make it look drink. like they're drinking. Like, right, they, they get like a, a club soda, put a little uh, citrus fruit in it, act as if. I never even thought about that. See, I don't care what people think. <laughs> so I'm just like, well, I'm not I drinking. Mean, for, somebody, <laughs> for somebody that does, right, that doesn't want to be badgered about it. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're recovering alcoholic, yeah. right? And they don't, they don't want to have that conversation with somebody. Uh, That's so tough. It has to be or, or that's a tactic you could use to get somebody to lay off. Like, why aren't you drinking? Well, I'm recovering alcoholic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going like, to say that. Like, oh, I'm just going to tell people. Oh, yeah. no, I, that's one thing that I, I think I've developed, almost like the discipline thing. I think the less you care what people think about you, and I don't mean to say this in like a, um, a negative tone. I don't care what people think about me because their thoughts in their head don't do anything to me. It doesn't bother me what's... like. I'm going to live my life based off my actions and thoughts and decisions, not anybody else's. But I used to, I used to be so obsessed. That, that, like, what if this yeah. person thinks this about me? That's, Does that really matter? No. At the end of the day, it doesn't. It, not that, at all. That, that's a tough thing to, to, to accomplish, to uh, like really not give a fuck what Well, what I think, think I think there's a rude way you can do it and a positive way you can do it. I think some people out there, and I, you know when I say this, I'm sure it'll pop into your head. Like, people, oh, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. And they almost are like walking chaos. Like... And they, mm. I get some people get like a sense of like doing it because they want people to not like them. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Like, I don't, I don't care what people <laughs> think about me. And I'm like, that's not what, how I feel. I just, I just no, generally I, know I, I that think, their yeah, opinion it, of me isn't going to change my life. Right. Right. And I think for those people, you know, they have to go out of their way to say it. I yeah. think they, they really do. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah yes. Right, yes. Yeah. Yes. They don't actually not care what people think about. They almost want people to not like them, mm. but they say like, oh, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. And I'm like. Ugh, that's not how I would be, you like know. You're acting too tough, buddy. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But see, I just, in in a very positive sense, I just, I realized one day that somebody's opinion of my weight, my appearance, well, how much money they think I have, what they think I'm doing, doesn't actually change my minute to minute right now. It means literally nothing. So why would I allow it to make me feel anxious, sad, happy, uh, scared? Those affect the way you do things. I want it to be the only reason why I do what I do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, hey, you really are only in control of, you of know, you. your own mind. And of your you, own of your and, reality, and, your and, perception. Yeah, yeah, That's all you can control. I'm starting to think there's days that I feel like I, li I live in a simulation. Not, I know we don't. Oh, who, who says the chances of us living in a simulation? I think it's uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He said, like, the chances of us living in a simulation are more are greater than us not living in a simulation. <laughs> I don't know if that was Neil deGrasse. Who, was, can you look that up? Maybe it was like, who, it was like Elon that? Musk or Neil deGrasse or something. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think we're living in the Matrix. I refuse to believe that I got a wire plug in the back of my real head right now. It doesn't make you feel too good. No, right? it doesn't. It's like... But Whatever it, I do, it, it, does anything matter? Right? Yeah. So I, can, I'll share. Can I share an experience of mine? Yeah. I, I did. I did mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> at a at a um, 
at a Shack, Shack concert. Probably the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. Because oh, <laughs> I did wow. too much. Was this recent? Uh, yeah, within the last couple of years. And how, how, how much did you take? I don't know. I was trying to be... I was trying to show off, and I was just eating mushrooms. Were they actual mushrooms, or was it like the candy bar? No, no, no. It was actual mushrooms. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Big You're ones. Just... <laughs> it was like, ah. Well, no, what happened was I ate, a, I ate like a big one, and then half an hour, forty five minutes went by, and I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. I don't feel too fucked up. Mm-hmm. So then I ate another one, yeah. <laughs> and then that was another big one. So we get into the concert, and I'm having a good time at first, and I'm just doing my thing. The music's playing, and then it it just hits you. Like a ton of bricks. Like I got anxious. I got paranoid. Because I think it was just because the music was so loud and there was a lot of people. Like you can almost feel that energy. Yeah. And I, the, the, we had just been there for like maybe 15 minutes. Wait, you said this was a Shaq concert? Shaq concert. Who, 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 who's Shaq? Shaq, the basketball player. Oh. DJ Shaq. He's a DJ? Yeah, what dude. He does like EDM music. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Like whole oh, yeah. Thing. I obviously know who Shaq is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um where was this? Uh what's the what's the place by the water? Riverworks? Is it Riverworks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's all big and open. Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah. great place for an EDM concert. Yeah. I wish I wasn't messed up <laughs> as messed up as I was on shrooms. So I had to like leave right away. I was there for maybe 15 minutes, left my wife. She's so great. Oh, it's okay. Come on. We get to my truck vehicle whatever it was and i she like puts me in the passenger seat and her sister came out with her so they're at like the back of the vehicle just talking and i i went somewhere and i remember having this distinct thought of like i want to go back i don't want i don't want to be out of the matrix not the matrix i didn't use that word it was hard wherever i was i was scared because i it it wasn't reality wherever i was it wasn't well let me ask real. you what, what was the last time you did them prior to that concert um I, like maybe a few weeks oh okay all right so you have, you have experience you, you yeah yeah knew what, what to i don't a- think anticipate. i ever had that much okay and the setting was really bad so i but what i'm saying is i distinctly remember having this thought i want to go back i want to i remember i remembered the scene from the matrix do you remember the scene from the matrix cyrus i think it is is it Cyrus? Like the red pill, blue pill scene? No, no, no. Where he's like sitting there saying like, he's like, oh, yeah, um, I know this steak is fake and I don't care. It tastes delicious to me right now. I think it tastes delicious. I want to be here. I want to be in the Matrix. Like, I don't care. I know it's fake, but I still want to stay. Right, right. That's the thought I had. I was like, I don't want to not be in it. Like, I, <laughs> I love my life. Like, I do love my life. I don't want to leave. I don't want to go into that reality if it is like you know what i mean like <laughs> sure. if they're underground running from robots i don't want to be there i want to be in the matrix my life is awesome and you came to this conclusion it's all awesome. on mushrooms <laughs> yeah i had that thought i remember having that specific thought like i want to go back am i getting too loud sorry getting a little he's excited. getting a little excited, a little excited. excited. i like oh, the excitement yeah. so the original original philosopher was nick bostrom maybe but the big name guy is Elon Musk. Elon Thanks. Musk. Okay. I knew it was more than likely we're living in I, I knew it was one yeah. of the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of them guys. I just like you enjoy your life right now, right? I do. Like, yeah. I ju- it just made me ever since that day, it made me realize that no matter how bad my days are, I would still much rather be in the matrix. Like I I, I like my life. I love my wife. I love my kids. I love where I live. I love this. I love doing what I'm doing. Like, I love... If this is fake, I love it. 
Great job. <laughs> like, great job. All right, I'll, I, I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, don't, I know. I, yeah, I, I mean, that seems pretty deep, right? It's like, you know, they, I mean, I don't know what you're, uh, uh, what you were trying to gain from that journey that you went on, right? I wasn't. You, were that, you trying to gain anything? Or I was just like, I was trying to have a good time. time. Yeah, okay. yeah, and the wrong drug. I should have done like Molly or something like that. Like I, a party drug. Probably. I'm right? talking that, to three ex-addicts here. Like, what drug should I have been using? That might have been better. Probably Molly. Is there a drug? What is Molly? What is the actual? What is Molly actually? I think it's MDMA. Yeah, it's MDMA. It's MDMA. Like just like, yeah, That's what I mean. Pure MDMA. Like, ecstasy has a bunch of other bullshit in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, MDMA and ecstasy are different? Well, I mean, I think... She's not in her head, yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. what's the difference, Sean? Well, I'm seeing that uh, ecstasy, Molly, MDMA can actually go hand in hand, but I'm sure that one of them is more the pure form, uh, and then the other one might have, like, ecstasy. I know that they've... I've seen a they bunch of like, stuff to it. yeah, bullshit. In yeah, yeah, they actually they they right they stamp them and they condense them. And they put a bunch of right like some of you find heroin and really yeah yeah all, all drugs is a dangerous game. It is yeah and I, I know now it's it's even scarier because all the all the fentanyl, fentanyl right like yeah. people are like yeah, they're putting in cocaine they're just putting in cutting everything with so it. This so this is this is going to be a hot take and I'm uh, saying it in front of three ex addicts is going to be tough. I want to do drugs. <laughs> I, 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 growing up, I think I talked to a man about this in our podcast. That growing up, I never really did anything but weed, and I was terrified when I did it. Right, I did it when I was like fifteen years old, barely for like six months, maybe. Yeah. Never really did drugs. Got very lucky until I got into my late twenties and thirties, and now that I'm an adult, you know, I tried cocaine twice. Uh, I tried mushrooms. I smoked weed. Uh, what what kind of what kind of drugs do you want to do, Steve? Like, just you just want to experiment? I just and, want to try them. Yeah. Because what if I, I understand that drugs can lead you down a really bad path and they can really ruin your life? Yeah. Fortunate for me, I don't seem to have an addictive personality. I've I've been able to do drugs, try them, and then I love them and never do them again. Like yeah. coke. I, aside from the two times I've done it, yeah. and that was. At my buddy's wedding, <laughs> Sean's wedding. Uh, um, how long ago was that? Two years. Two years. Yeah. Two years ago. Haven't done it since. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, think, I loved it. Loved it. I, I think different people, right? They like you're at a point in your life, right, where you're you're not in your formative years. You're grown up. Yes. You're an adult. You're you know you're successful. Yeah. You know you've you've done, you've done all the things, and if you can manage to do these things and it not become an issue in your life, right? You like. You found a, a sitter for your kids, right? Your kids yeah. are safe, right? Yeah. Um, you're not neglecting them, and you're not put. You know, you're doing it in a safe setting. Yeah. You know, you know you, the stuff that you're you're getting. It's Which not a responsible gonna, adult yeah, would. Yeah. If you're doing a responsible, I think there's a responsible way to do it, and then an irresponsible way. To well, do I it. think when you're a kid, it's always irresponsible because you're one hiding it to your kids. So your brain's not. You're not making yeah. good decisions. Right. And then I feel like it's very easy to get addicted at that age because you don't know any better. Like, there's not. I'm not gonna lie. Like. I would love to go do coke again. I would love to. But I know, like, it's a dangerous drug. You can get addicted to it. Like, control yourself. Don't do it again. I can do that because I'm an adult. But I feel like some people, you know, can't. Some, and especially some, some when you're a young can't. person. I, yeah. It's very easy to, like, this is great. I really like this. I want to do it's it gonna again. It's going to fuck you up. It's going to rewire your brain. And that is the part yeah. that scares me, that, that our brains are so fragile that you could really fuck it up. Like, the, I heard that Robin Williams did a bunch of cocaine 
And then that's, and that's why he ended up killing himself because he even said it at the end of his cocaine journey when he got clean, but then he hated his life because he got clean that he says, this totally changed the way my brain works for him to be aware of that and know that freaks the shit out of me. Right. Cause that could happen to me. Like if you, if I did something too much, I mean, if you do it too much, it sounds like he was like a daily user. Oh, I'm sure. Well, he's Robin Williams. Yeah. He's Robin Williams. Loaded loaded and famous. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he could do it all day, every day. So how, how long was he? Like, was he addicted? Like during, like when he was doing like missed out fire and goodwill hunting. And that's a good question. Sean, all the rest he's on it <laughs> i love this is again i'm gonna say this in all my podcasts when do you ever get this opportunity when i in, mean no, really when you in don't, a normal never... day do you get to sit down and talk about how much coke robin williams snorted? <laughs> you went never unless you're doing a podcast yeah this is why i freaking love this thing Phone, phones off yes right? yes anyways um yeah so yeah i, I think I, I i understand addiction more now than i ever did i'm not I'm not saying I completely understand it because I don't get addicted. Again, you know, three people who have. So I, I don't know. I think if you can do drugs and not get addicted, but you also have to have a level of self-awareness, maybe. Is that like, how did you, did you guys realize you were getting addicted? I mean, I was, I mean, when, when I first started doing, I was young. I was just really young and, um, How young? Can you tell me? I mean, I, I, so I started smoking weed at, at 13 and then 14, probably started doing coke and mushrooms, LSD. In your teens? Yeah. yeah oh, it, shit. Yeah, my, my, my childhood was, was very interesting. We it, talked it, about, it was, yeah, it a little bit. This pretty, and that. pretty fucked up. You don't have to get into all that, but I just, yeah. so you, you were doing those drugs. My, my question is, yeah, so like, yeah, I was, you know, experimenting, you know, with friends and I think by like Sixteen, yeah, sixteen. You know, I started taking taking pills, and yeah. Yeah, I became addicted to opiates at like sixteen years old. Wow. Yeah. Did and you like that's that's my question? Did you were you aware that you were getting addicted, or were no, you? No, actually, it's it, it's funny. So because things were just really messed up at my house, right? My yeah. things, so you, things just completely fell apart. My sister got taken away from from my mom when I think I was I think I was fifteen. You know how hard it is to take like a child away from their their mother. No, but if somebody tried to take my kids away from me, I would go to jail because I'd kill them. I have a lot of guns and I would kill them. Yeah, well, my I don't care so if my, I was addicted my, my to aunt, drugs or not. My aunt, my aunt flew in from from Connecticut. She came down with a lawyer. They they had a lot of money. She probably paid an expensive lawyer, but um, just things were just so messed up that that the court saw it fit to take you know to give my sister uh, the, somebody my, my aunt custody of of my sister, and then she went back to Connecticut with with my sister. So. Um, I, I say right. that to say that I ended up so at that time, yeah, I started I started taking pills. I, I knew nothing about the the addictive. Uh, I, I that's why my question is why like were you taking it to cope? Like wasn't it escape from your reality? I think yeah. When I when I first took yeah when it, when when you know it was just lore taps right. You, back, back I'm a the, dummy. It, I'm a dummy. You, you okay. To, remember, so, I'm a goody two shoes. Don't do drugs. You have to explain these things. I mean, <laughs> hydrocodone. Uh, okay, hydro. Yeah, yeah. Now, what's the difference? I mean, is that a brand name or is that a like what I, is I, I I think so. Honestly, I I don't even know. I, I think it's just a brand name. Yeah, it's just a uh, the, the pharmaceutical name. Uh, you know, they Lord, put their label so Lortab was yeah, like a Lord brand Tab name was, for a hydro. Right, right. Okay. I mean, it's so long ago. 
I know. Listen, <laughs> I assume like I this is my uh, being naive. I just like, oh, you're an addict. You must know everything there is to know about drugs. <laughs> and I'm like, it's such a stupid view, you know, a stupid perspective. But I think a lot of people, maybe maybe just me, or maybe other people, but you just think because they were an addict. You, they would know just everything about in, it. Yeah, in, yeah. In but all you're, things. You're, that's not why you were addicted. You were just addicted because you like doing drugs. So I'm assuming you just would do whatever. Yeah, you there's probably a lot on. of intricacies about it that I just really didn't care to pay attention to. Yeah, I just knew where my drugs were. I knew how to get them, and 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 that's it. Get but up. yeah, I, th- I think one, you know, when I when I initially took that, it's it's just like I don't know. It just kind of felt like a like a warm hug, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and a lot of a lot of your problems, you know, went, went away. Um, you know, I just, I dealt with a lot of struggle at that time, a lot of, a lot of trauma that I think recently, you know, I'm starting to, you know, with, with a clear mind, you know, recognize and, and, um, do you do digest therapy? what's that? Do you do therapy? I, no, no. Why not? I, don't, I, I probably should. I probably should Steve. No, no. But I'm not I, saying I, like, you know, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just like, wh- what do you feel like you need it? I probably could talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah to, this is my therapy. Things. I mean, I've, I've done therapy throughout the years, okay. and I don't know. I, I really find it too helpful. You didn't? No. Okay. No. Yeah, my my opinion of therapy, and I, I've said this a couple times, there's a documentary on, on Netflix about, oh, God, what's his name? Jonah Hill and his therapist. It's the, the documentary is called Stutz. And what I really liked about him and his therapist was his therapist opened up to him. And was talking about like personal things to Jonah Hill. Yeah. I don't like, I think the reason that there's a stigma around therapy is because it's in a very formal setting and you're telling your life and you're like talking to somebody Yeah, and, and they're not talking to you. So it feels almost like I'm assuming work. Like you can't really open up to a person that's not opening back up to you. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that's why I think therapy gets that stigma because it's like, you're going to see a doctor you know what I mean? Not that they're not doctors. I don't know why I air quoted it, but right. I mean, like, why didn't why didn't it feel good to you? Untrustworthy doctors, out there. Is that what it felt like to you? Like you just couldn't relate, or like, I don't. I, I guess yeah. Why pro- didn't pro- it help? Probably, probably a bit of that, and I, and I think you're right, right? Like maybe it being more of a conversation than you know somebody you just talking sitting there taking at notes. Somebody. Yeah, you're yeah. sitting there taking notes. Somebody about taking you. notes and. I, I feel know. like that's a I, thing. I, I think maybe you have to have the right person, right? It's a give and take. Um, yeah. You know, you, there's got to have the right energy in the room yeah, yeah, yeah. and maybe find the right person to talk to. Yeah. And it probably doesn't even need to be a therapist. Yeah. Right? You can probably just find, you know, a, a good friend. Or, yeah, yeah. This is my therapy, yeah, bro. I'm yeah, serious. So there, there you go. This is yeah. my therapy. And it's not like I need therapy. I think, I think humans, part of like, I, I don't want to say stuff like the five tenants because I don't know. I'll mess it up. I'm sure there's probably like a five. Like your health, your diet, nutri- your your nutrition, mm-hmm. your working out, your sleep, water intake. I feel like those are vital to living a healthy lifestyle. Sun. Sun. But I feel like as humans that we used to live in tribes and villages, and now we just, there's so many of us that we live in these big cities. We're so busy. Therapy, um, um, communication, just this. Right, it's a sense of community, is, right? Is, Everybody's all huddled in their little yeah, yeah, cubicle but, or even at home. And you don't get to talk to each other like this. Yeah. I feel like that's... I think the science is finally catching up that they're able to document the changes in somebody that talks and doesn't. But I don't think people look at it as like actual... Not medicine, but it's good for your body. No, it, 100%. It's good for I'll, you. I'll say this much. I, I, I notice on the days that like if, if I'm at home and I'm doing tasks that don't involve me 
talking to anybody, yeah. right? Because there, there's some days like that. And then the days where maybe I'm at the office, I'm taking a lot of calls, I'm yeah. wheeling and dealing, I'm yeah. shaking and baking. Yeah. Just by the end of the day, I feel like the, the difference is so noticeable. You got like buzz. I just, I do, yeah, I got yeah, a I know. little buzz, I got a little pep in my step. After and, this, I'll have yeah. a buzz for the rest of the night. I, I, and we've had podcasts, all of us together. And it, like, yeah, it's, it's, every time I get done, because the conversation gets real good. You know, after mm-hmm. you break it in, you get to talk a little bit. And then like hour like two and three, man, it is it is a thing. You get like an energy. You start getting into some deep rabbit holes and shit. And it's like, yeah, I think that's where you kind of you settle in. Right. Yeah. You get, you get in that yeah, flow. yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Of course. I, I think it's just. Like you said, coming on this, can I say like you, you were a little nervous? Yeah. You know, yeah, like it's, I, yeah, it's a thing was. like you're like going to sit down to do a thing. So you're like a, you have like a little nervous. Well, energy. I, I think I just I always get, like me just talking about myself and my pretty just personal situations in my past. Yeah. I just I've never been I've never been good at it. Yeah. I, I've just never been good at it. I've been good at it. Though. I don't know just to be able to articulate you know my own story, which is crazy, right? Because it's my story. Nobody yeah, knows yeah, it better yeah, yeah. than me. But I don't no, know. No, I think yeah. there's something to be said because I have a lot of days where I have like I don't even know how to explain it. I can't articulate it. Thoughts that. If I try to put them in words out of my mouth, aren't what I'm thinking slash feeling. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I have these visions, ideas, dreams, emotions, thoughts that I have them, and I I know what I mean in my head, but I can't like get them out the right way. Right. If that it, makes sense. In, in in a way for somebody to be able to pick up on exactly. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I said that in my first podcast. We might all be speaking the same language, but we're not all speaking the same language. What I say something, it might mean something different to me. And you said the exact same words. That's not what it means to you. It's totally different. Like, that's why I love the podcast. Yeah, everybody's perception is different, right? And, yeah. and that all goes to, uh, breaks down to your past, yep. how you were brought up. Yeah. And, you know, what, and just what would have brought you to, to the point that, you know, brings us talking to each other. Right I think energy is a big part of it, too. If I'm talking to a person that has, like, no energy or low energy, I can't. I almost like start getting dragged down. Like I get like, uh, you can't talk to that person. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like humans all have different energy levels. And then when you talk to each other or you're near that person, the energies almost want to balance out. So if you have a person that's like real low energy, it like brings down a person that's like a high energy person, like down. I feel like there, there's always an exchange, yeah. right? So always, somebody might just be sucking that energy yeah, out yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. like a balance thing. Like energy right. wants to balance. And this is a science thing, right? Energy wants to balance, right? Yes, it's called equilibrium. Equilibrium. So like that's... I, I've heard that before. Yeah. I've heard that word. Yeah. yeah. It's And <laughs> I think with temperature, like if it's hot in one part and cold in another... Where they start to touch, they want to balance out. So the temperature starts. I think that happens with humans' energy. Whenever I'm around low-energy people, I get kind of like low energy. Mm-hmm. And this happens in sports, too. Yeah. Like, if the team's not motivated and full of energy, you play like shit. You do. But if yeah. the team's all, yeah, let's go. You're all amped up. I feel like people start to... Energy it's is like, such a thing. It's like, it's like why, why do you think Tony Robbins, he's always like, stand up. Yeah. Move Dude, that dude's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I... Sometimes I get nervous about being too happy all the time because I do believe in balance. I feel like if you're always high energy, like there's got to be days that Tony Robbins just wants to get into a hole and see nobody. You can't be that ah, all the time. I I mean, I I have, I have uh, on a daily basis, right? Like right now, like, like, it's like kind of like my low point, right? Like I'm usually full of energy. This time of day, you mean? This, this time of day. Yeah. 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 So it's like, me too. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I'm not now because I'm having a good no, time. No, yeah, I mean, you're you're on it, man. This, guy, this is my he's, thing. He's, he's perking me up. This is my yeah. thing. <laughs> Sean calls me uh, glass three quarters full cut guy. Because <laughs> I just yeah. have a lot of energy. No, yeah, he's, dude, like, so, he's like one of the most, anybody who meets you, I feel like can probably say, like, he's probably one of the most positive people I've ever met. Positive you energy. Just, you just always have this positive outlook. I, you know, I don't to, know to, why. To your... I don't know. I, this is part of why I started the podcast. I want to talk to people and find their perspectives on things to understand more about people. I don't. Why me? Like, why did I get born this way? Why am I so positive? And funny enough, Ryan in my second podcast is like, hey, Steve, you know there's a thing called toxic positivity? like... <laughs> <laughs> That's probably me. <laughs> I want to call bullshit on that one. How is there toxic positivity? You know, I, I didn't, I, I wow. tried not to make it too much of an argument with him, but I disagreed with him in the moment. And I feel like that's almost like toxic masculinity. But again, I'm not, I don't want to take away from that, those Steve, people's I mean, perspectives. Heard, too much of a good thing isn't a good thing at all, my friend. Too much I'm, of a good thing isn't a good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what well, I'm saying. I'm kidding. I, I don't mean No, that. no, no. I, but that's what I'm saying yeah. is I almost get nervous that me being happy and positive all the time, it's too much energy. And I think everything does need to balance out. I feel like all of life does this, right? And that's why you have summer, winter, summer, well, well, winter. Are, are you always like just, you know, super, you know, high energy, upbeat? Not, I'm not always positive. super high energy, but I'm always positive. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I I seem to always look at things. No, I, I, from I, I a glass can see. I, I, th I think that's that's a, could be a learned skill. Like you think to so? see, a absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Just changing your mindset. Yeah. and, and the way you perceive things. Yeah, maybe uh, I just developed with a good mindset. Yeah, I, I, like I've been doing, you know, a, a bit of reading lately into just, you know, mindset yeah. and you know looking at things through a different lens. You know, the, depending on the lens you're looking through life with. Yeah. Um, and you can change it, right? You can control your mind and you control your thoughts. hundred percent. Just like, um, that's huge. Yeah. That's a huge part of the battle. That is, I would say the most important part of the battle. If you go into a situation already looking at it, glass half full, you're going to be screwed. Yeah. But, but you know, you got to have the awareness yeah. as well. How right? do you develop awareness though? That's the thing. I am I think, very I think much maybe, aware. Maybe just kind of, I mean, I mean, you know, just, taking an objective stance at you yeah, know, what that, you're feeling and what's you, going on. Do you see what I'm saying? What? This is why I always wonder about myself. Why am I the way I am? Where does it start in my brain or in anybody's yeah, brain people are to probably start wired being aware? People are probably wired differently, right, from from the start. Yeah. And nobody's like you because you're you, right? There's I mean, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, what is it that triggers that in your brain? Because you weren't you. You weren't this disciplined. You weren't. No, no, absolutely not. What What is it that one day just boop and then you you change? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it about? I think it, it, it's not just one day. I, I think that no matter. No, how, no, no. Okay, okay. Listen, no, no matter how unmotivated or or lazy you are or how hopeless you are, you know, there could be the most unhealthy person sitting on a couch right now with a bag of Cheetos, you know, fingers all orange and. They probably have a thought, right? There's probably a thought at that's one point I, that comes into their head. Like, that's there's something better than this. You're right? talking about the micro changes to and, get better. And, and so if they just act on that one thing, right, and take that first step, whatever's calling that inner voice that's calling and saying, "We got, we got, we got to get up. Let's let's take a walk. We got to right? do something. Let, let's not do this. Let, let's put the Cheetos down. Yeah. You know, let's take a walk to uh, eat right or the health store and let's buy some veggies. Or, yeah. You know, and, and, and then. 
you know, you just add a little bit onto that. Right. Right. And, but that's and, what I'm saying. You're, you're talking about the small steps it yeah, takes. Yeah, it's a small. You shouldn't try to do things, change all in one day. You, small steps. But yeah, my I feel, point I feel is, like that, that usually doesn't work, right? But the, you, but what, what is the trigger? System. What's the trigger? What is the small? What's this? The bit, that first thought. Like, what is, what is it? A 400 pound guy, mm -hmm. like he, he, his whole life, he's, he got to the 400 pounds. Well, what is the one thing somehow okay. that one day he's like, this is the, I'm going to, I'm going to be better today, a little bit better today. Well, I think there's two things that drive us, right? It, it's pain and pleasure. And I think we, we usually right the, the stronger urge is running away from the pain. Okay. And you think so, that's what humans are more apt to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a pain or pain or, or, or pleasure thing. I mean, I think Tony Robbins can say it a little more eloquently yeah. than I can. But well, he's been doing uh, it for years. Jesus. Yeah, um, but he he talks about this. And really? Yeah. So yeah, it's two. It's, it's, Did you it's read a pain. book or go to a seminar? Or something? I just read one of his books. books. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, and so <clears throat> it's it's a pain and pleasure thing, right? So may, maybe that four hundred pound guy, maybe he's got kids, maybe he's got grandkids, and he wants to uh, uh, walk his daughter down the the. The wedding aisle, so right? So it could be like and, the birth of a kid. And it could be like, I'm not going to be so here. Like I'm not going to be here in order to be able to do that, mm. right? And so I need to I need to change my habits. Yeah. And so he gets a little thought like, I should do this thing. And then just one day, what is that trigger? What is that spark? I, he just had enough, right? He's had enough of being this Yeah, but that's what, I'm say that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, I, I feel like you have to have... Sometimes like a big thing. Yeah, there's a to break make you feel. Sure. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Sometimes there's. I don't. Maybe 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 a like a breakup or, or this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe if you're an alcoholic and you get in that car accident, um, right? You, you're driving drunk. That's you it. crash into yeah. a pole. You you title. You total your car. You lost your license, and all this shit happens. That could be a thing. Um, it's not for everybody though. Like, right. That's what I was gonna say. Because like, for me, I I never had a big a big thing happen but, to me. I just have always wanted to be better. And I don't know where that came from. So Maybe what was it? What was it for you, Matt? Because you know we were talking about your history and um, yeah. what we were addicted to. What was your turning point specifically? Well, now we're getting deep. Well, I'll, down the rabbit hole. I'll, I'll say um, so. Yeah, man. You know, my addiction started when I was really young, and I have like a lot of crazy stories when I was young. I don't know if we want to so, dive into there. This is. This is the awesome podcast, brother. You can talk about anything and everything. Go down any rabbit hole you want. You feel like putting it all out there? Put it all out there. If you want to just keep the story going, yeah, maybe, maybe you, we'll brother. keep it. Well, um, you can be a repeat yeah. guest. This is okay. This is the all beauty right. of the maybe, maybe maybe for a round two, but uh, so you did it. You were opiates and long story short, I mean, I, 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 I did everything, everything, uh, everything under the sun. Wow, um, yeah, that's amazing, and. and yeah, it's not, it's not really amazing, but... I mean, I, it, I wouldn't mind trying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Um, and, you know, there was a point where, you know, I, I OD'd. And if you could see these, see these scars, right? So you see this, and you see that, and you see this here. So um, I... I OD'd and, and I was uh, I was unconscious in the way my body was positioned. Um, it was cut off the circulation, the left side of my body. Wow. And and, and it's, it's kind of a crazy story because um, Rosie, she just she had no. There, there was there was nothing to give her indication prior to this that there was something kind of going on, and she just out of something she just knew that I was in trouble. Really. And she knew like exactly where to find me and like she she called my dad my dad's like oh don't even worry about it he's 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 okay and she's like freaking out and she basically came to my rescue had she not 
come, had she not been there and had this intuition, um, I'd, I'd be dead. Wow. Yeah, I was like very close to, to death. But in any case, so the circulation getting caught off the left side of my body. How long? How long were you like that? Um, I think it's hard to say, maybe like 45 minutes or so. Wow. Yeah. And So what, you just like, when you OD, I guess I don't understand OD. So I just kind of, you kind of just like black out and... Um, so you're so fucked up. Yeah, you're, you're just so fucked up. You just, you're just laying there. You're not conscious. So when somebody ODs, there's, you have not time to say them. I want to make it seem like easy, but like... It's not like a, not like you. Well, I, th- I think I think stops. it's different. I, I, yeah, I, th- I think no. Yeah, my heart, my heart didn't stop. Obviously, right, yeah, If right. it That's did, I, I wouldn't. So, is there like different ways to OD? I th- I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Sean. Google could tell us how many ways you can OD. <laughs> um, so, I'm sorry. Continue. So yeah, I, I'm I'm not an expert on like all the different ways you know you can OD, but I think yes, yeah, some if you take you know do your heart can stop immediately or. You know, had had uh, I'll put it this way: had somebody not intervened, I I my heart I, I would have been dead, right? I would have been dead. So and you're like your high keeps getting worse and worse and worse, like you just keep fading and fading and fading until eventually you just die. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, the way that you know my body was positioned and just the circumstance. I guess I never really thought about like. Oh, you know, I'm just being that, nosy. I no, yeah, you know, you're asking questions I, I that I, I, I guess I really don't have an answer to. Is this therapy for you? Am I helping you think about things? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, just go ahead. Go ahead. You're just so busting yeah, my boss. No, so, not at no, all. No, no, no not not at all. No, I, I'm so, very curious. I'm always very curious. So, so, anyways, let, let me finish yeah. because it was yeah. it was a traumatic. Like there was trauma to to my leg, you know, my arm. Like, yeah. and and there was even a point of talk of like amputating my leg oh my in my arm. Right. So basically, like my arm was literally like like this big dude because what? well oxygen wasn't getting to my extremities right and you know when you don't get oxygen to your muscles tissues everything else it starts breaking down so things uh-huh. started breaking down my body was basically rejecting why it was it getting so big though because no circulation oh so the blood was getting trapped in there no it, it was it started to get it, it was breaking down and uh-huh. yeah, i don't think it had anything to do with the the blood being being trapped uh-huh. in there okay. but my, my yeah my, my body so my body was was Basically trying to get rid of it, right? So it had, uh, it, had, a, had, a, had it... And it couldn't circulate it out. Probably. Yeah, yeah, it couldn't circulate it out. So, like, I had a wound vac on for, like, two weeks. And, What's that? Um, it, it's basically... It, it's a vacuum on, on the on the wound, and it's cleaning the... Really? Uh, yeah, it's, it's cleaning the infected area. No shit. Uh, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. And my, um, my, you know, my kidneys had to go in overdrive. Wow. And I was, like, pissing out black. It was... Yeah, it was, it was terrible. That's crazy. Yeah. It was terrible. So I had like crutches. And, okay, so I say all that to say like I had this event happen to me and afterwards I still, I still use. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't your trigger? Is that what, your, what was your trigger? Um, well, so I, I mean, I, 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 I try I to get off for the longest time, right? I tried to get into rehabs and, and they, they wouldn't take you. I t- t- there was a point where unless you were an alcoholic or you're addicted to Xanax or benzodiazepine where you could actually die from the withdrawal, they weren't, they weren't going to take you. Really? Yeah. Um, I went in there, like I went to ECMC countless times to, um, to get accepted into, yeah. the, in, into rehab. And yeah, they just wouldn't say it, it was just so difficult to, to get off, to get off. I mean, you know, especially when you're, when you're taking this for, for years and in, in, in get used to it, I'm sure right? you get yeah. used to it. I and, feel like it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. And not, not the whole, like, I mean, I went to, you know, I was 
uh, injecting heroin, right, to, yeah. at, a, at a point. And, um, and, you know, I've gotten on, like, maintenance programs, right, Suboxone. I was on methadone for, like, a year and a half. I don't know. And I, it's, it's, it's the worst. You guys probably know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a supplement to it. It's way worse though because it gets into your bones and it's just way unhealthier. Like there was a point where like I couldn't even go to the bathroom. Like I couldn't take a shit because you just get super constipated and bound oh up. Oh my god! And, and it was at that point I just knew that there was something like not <laughs> right in, in in my body. So not being and, able to take a dump is what triggered you to stop. Well, that. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, you need to be able to take a shit, man. Yeah. Could you imagine not being able to take no, a no, shit? No, no. I don't mean to make light of it. No. I just. The way you just said it was like, yeah, I OD'd and then I kept doing it. But then one day I couldn't take a shit and then I stopped doing drugs. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of bouncing all over the place. Yeah, I'm not yeah, giving yeah. you like an no, I just, inaccurate. Sorry, I guess like, just to go off of Sean's question, my, yeah. I'm just curious. Was it so things happened in my life that you would think would be big markers that I would remember? Right, right. I don't, I don't yeah, have so, those. Did you, do, is, it, is there not like a distinct moment you remember saying, I'm never going to do drugs again? And then you stopped from that point on? Or is it yeah, just like, yeah, they're, they're, there was, I, you know, I, I don't know really what it, what it was. But just one day, you it, just exactly. stopped. Just one day, I just knew I just, I, I had enough of this and, um, this is it. Uh, and I'm, I'm done. Yeah. And, you know, I basically threw it away and I just went through the, went through the pain and, and, and all the, the suffering. Yeah. The can, withdrawal. Can and, I ask you something? Yeah. Cause I want to, I'm not, I'm not trying to relate this cause I'm not trying to make it seem the same, but when I have to do something I don't want to do in my life, or if I want to be better at something, I'll think about it for like a month or two months before I actually do it. And like, it'll pop into my head, like, dude, you really should be doing this. And then it'll go away. And then the next day I'll think about it again, but I'll think about it for a little bit longer. And then the third day I'll think about it a little bit more. And like, it's just like this, like it's, it becomes like this recurring bug in my head. Yeah. And it keeps coming in until one day it's just like, I can't stop thinking about not being better. So then I finally do the thing I want to do. Is that kind of how it was for you? Like, what was it like? You knew you shouldn't be do addicted. You knew you shouldn't be using. And then, like, the next day it was like more of a feeling of that. And then more. And then one day you just. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, no, nobody wants to be on drugs. I, I don't think nobody wants to be addicted. Um, Right. And, and I don't know. Maybe, but that's what I'm maybe there's some people do. Yeah. At some point in their, in, in their addiction. But yeah, I was just, you know, I was on, I was on Suboxone for the longest time and I was on this maintenance program. And I just, I just knew that I didn't want to be on this, you know, for the rest of my life. And if I didn't stop now, I would be on this for the rest of my life. Subo um, the Suboxone. Yeah. Yeah. Suboxone. So I hate to say it like this because you kind of said the same thing. Do you think the Suboxone did its job? No, I, I think that, um, so... <laughs> because every time I hear about somebody taking Suboxone, 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 they say that it's uncomfortable, and usually it's at that point, they're like, I don't want to do this all the time. To me, that means the Suboxone is doing its job. It It's taking away the enjoyment, not enjoyment, but like, it's whatever it's doing, it got you to stop. I, got I, you to I, stop. I, I'll say this much. I think, I think most people would just be better off just... I, I think it has its place, right? I think it's, it was meant to be just a short-acting thing, right? You're only right. supposed to take it for a very limited period of time. You're not supposed to be on this thing for the rest of your life or years, right? It's supposed to be like, to? you're supposed to titrate off of whatever it is you're taking, right? Whether you're taking like Oxycontin, heroin, whatever type of opiate, and it's like a week 
like a week thing, like oh. or even a few days, just to, just to kind of get you over more than a week? Over, over that, more than a week. So, uh, Steve, I am not an addict. So I don't I, understand. I, I was, You're just a dick. <laughs> I just want to understand, my okay. friends. Okay, all right. So I just want to understand. I mean, there there were periods where I had like you know some brief you know sobriety, but I mean more or less um, since I was like 18 up until. December of 21 is when, wow. is when I stopped. So, yeah, I was, like, on that for that long. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a round of applause. Okay. <laughs> two, uh, two other ex-addicts. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they really see, they understand through experience how hard what you went through yeah. was. I don't. I The only way I'll ever understand is by talking and trying to get s- some kind of understanding of your emotions and your feelings and your thoughts at the time because i i would not this is what i was i was telling amanda before that i i used to be one of those people that like oh you're addicted like that's not a real thing like addiction's not real like just stop just stop doing what you're doing yeah i, I used to be one of those people until i hit i tried i put some time into talking to people about it and trying to understand their point of view at that time trying to empathize with them trying to feel what they felt so the reason I'm, I'm asking so many questions and getting so intense about the questions is I want people that are listening. I want to understand more. Yeah. I want to hear from as many addicts perspectives as I can so that I understand, like, what was your mindset? What were the thoughts? Because I can only relate it to thoughts. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I think if it could help anybody, maybe somebody going through yeah. you know, the same thing, because I think there's a lot. Right. It's an epidemic. There's a lot of people that are sure. addicted to all kinds of stuff. And it's not just opiates. It's it's. I just, think addiction is an addiction. a disease. Yeah. Yeah. It's, medications it's, out there. Even if you get them from a doctor, it doesn't yeah. mean that you aren't going to be addicted. maybe either should be taken or that you need to take them because there's always a natural or healthy remedy. And, and I feel like, you know, just my experience kind of speaks to that. Yeah. In, in, in a really you know, profound way. Cause it, it, you talk about like, I don't know, you know, doing, you know, cold therapy and, and I, and, and, you know, cold plunges. Uh, oh, I said this before. I think, I think humans in general, I think all of us are addicted to something. And I think, I think addiction is just a human's body's way of doing something you enjoy. I think, unfortunately, drugs just lead you down a bad path. Drugs eventually fuck you up, change your brain chemistry. I know people who are addicted to working out. Nobody's giving them shit. Nobody's saying anything to them. Well, because it's generally healthy for you. Okay, but that's yeah. my point. It's still addiction. Right. It's still addiction. I'm, I know people that eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. And you see it on TV. There's people that are 600 pounds. Obviously, people, at some point, they, they step in and do, like, dude, you're huge. Do you not, are you not aware of this? Sure, That's yeah. addiction. Yeah. They can't stop eating. I think a lot of humans, more than just drug addicts, have an addiction problem. Oh, it's just what you get addicted to. Video games, porn. I mean, this goes on and so on. That's my point. Yeah. Is like, what I'm trying to do is relate because I've yeah. never had an addiction problem except an addiction to trying to do lots of different shit. I'm just an idiot. You know what I mean? Like I just, ah, I just want to do this. I just want to do this. I want to do this, and then I do things poorly. That's my problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm trying to understand it because at that time in your life, I didn't go down that path. I, I was able to smoke pot and then just stop. I did coke and then just stopped. So what makes me curious about addiction is like, why do some people get addicted to drugs? Why does addiction to drugs ruin some people's lives, but not others? Why, does, why do some people get addicted to food? Why do some people get addicted to the gym? Why do some people get addicted to fixing cars and racing cars and then kill themselves in that? 
And again, it's all about like this, the societal norm that we live in alcohol. Like it, it's so expected to like, Hey, we're going to have a bonfire, bring your drinks. And then you show up with no drinks. And it's like, Oh, what? You don't want to drink with us? Like, what if I'm addicted to alcohol and I I'm recovering? You like, I think it's just and sure. Alcohol could be just as harmful to you as a lot of other things I that think, have. Yeah, or, it's have, not worse. That are, they're like full power. Have this yeah. negative connotation. You know, much worse than than alcohol. Right. I th- I think I think it's starting to become like, or at least you know, my wife t- you know told me it's trendy not to drink now. Right. Yes. It's becoming trendy not to well, that's, drink. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's it's almost like what's popular, what's trendy, what does it, what is the outcome of what you're addicted to? Because mm. again, if you're addicted to working out and you can't tell me that there's not people who aren't addicted to working out. I know my wife's one of them. If she doesn't go to the gym, she gets noticeably moody. She gets I'm, noticeably, I'm addicted to working out. Correct. Yeah, I, well, but I think you have a, obviously <laughs> a kind of an addictive personality. Right. Right. So you, you get into something you really enjoy and you do the fuck out of it. Right. Fortunately for you, it's working out now and not drugs. Yeah. I think we all have addictive tendencies and maybe at different levels and degrees, but we're all addicted in some way or another. Porn, food. We have something. It's just unfortunately drugs take you down a path very quickly to fucking up your life. You know, like alcohol very quickly makes you a drunk and destroys your body. Like food makes you fat. Gym makes you healthy and big. Right, right. But we're all kind of struggling with a little bit of addiction our cell phones our this our that and that i want to understand it more so that more people can see that we're all kind of in this together that it's just a mindset change you got to get addicted to the right things you got to you got to be aware of what's happening in your life and that's why i asked you were you aware that you became addicted or did it just just happened uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't think anybody really goes no, you're not into aware. the thing like you know, oh, I'm going to become an, an yeah. addict, right? You just like how you feel at that time, yeah, and, and it keeps getting worse, and, and then worse. it just keeps getting worse until it spires out of control, and it's then it's really you know it's out of your but can, control at a point. But couldn't you argue that's the same thing with food? It you certainly can't be the same. I, thing I with like food, the yeah. foods I eat. Yeah. I eat it. I eat it. Oh, like it's not that big a deal until right. like, I gain a couple pounds, and that's like oh, it's not that big a deal, and then like you know, I gain ten pounds. And then, oh, it's not a big deal. I love my food. And you can't wait to get to that next cheesecake. And then it's like, I gained 30 pounds. Right. And then, so it's it's like, you know, I, I think, you know, it, it's the the saying, like, the deeper, you know, the fur, further you go into the woods, right, yeah. uh, uh, the, the harder the journey is back out. Ah, right? that's so, good. I never heard that before. No. That's no. a good one. I really like that well, one. I'll let you use that that's one, That's a clip. Yeah. <laughs> Save that shit. And you are trying to force it because we're setting a time and a date to sit down. So then you're like, okay, okay, what do I got to say? But yeah. once you start talking, this is what I tell everybody. There's in all my podcasts, there has not been a there has not been like an awkward silence. Like like, what, what, what are we talking about next? It just I, I, you, I was I was wondering about that. I'm like, is there gonna no? Be everybody was right? everybody wonders that. Everybody hates that once awkward you, silence. Yeah, but once you get into this, like I said, I especially me, dude. I'm like rabbit hole, jump onto that tangent, jump onto that tangent, rabbit hole, jump onto that tangent. Like it, it can go endlessly. Um, what was your question that you were just saying to him? Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, what you said it was about almost going on two years for yeah, sobriety. So, yeah, it'll be two years in, in December. And now are you completely nineteenth? Are you completely sober? And my second question: Did you replace that with working out or some other healthy habit? Well, yeah. So complete, completely sober. I don't do anything. And now, like I thought, drinking was was okay. Like I said, football Sundays. But now I don't even drink because I just I just don't like it. That's and good. even the food that I put in my body, it's like you know. Every, 
everything you do, right? Your body's uh, your temple. And, and I, I said this, the more disciplined you get, the more disciplined you get. You, you because do. you're like, yeah. you're like, I'm working out now and I'm getting my physique going. I'm like, oh, I feel good because I'm working out. I'm like, then you realize like, man, I eat like shit. And then it's like, well, if I could do so good working out and I'm disciplined there, why don't I just get disciplined on my eating? And then you start to eat healthier and then you start to read the labels. And then you're like, shit, I'm eating healthier, but I don't even want preservatives. I'm going to go to Whole Foods. And like, and then more discipline leads to more discipline leads to more discipline leads to more. It's just like a, it, it's, it's a journey it, it, dude, it's, it's a perpetual effect. Yeah, like you can it, always get it, it better. And, and, it, and it makes you feel good. Yes. Right? And just these little accomplishments. I was, I was just reading something like, you know, just the, the more accomplishments you have in your life, large or small, just it, it increases uh, every other aspect of your life, your well-being, yeah, your sleep, yeah. and right, we all know how important sleep yes. is, right? So if there's something you're doing that's just you're getting better sleep, yeah. it's going to improve every every other function of your life. So like I said, I, I don't think I've ever been really, really addicted to anything. If I had an addiction, again, this is a good thing. It was work. For me, I've always loved working, physical labor. Yeah. When I was a mm-hmm. kid, I went up to my buddy's cabin, and I asked him if I could use a chainsaw, and he's like, no, because there was a pine tree that fell over. And I was like 10 or 11 or 12 or some shit like that. It's a smart call. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you're not using a chainsaw, but here's a hatchet. Dude, I went out to that pine tree and hatcheted off every single branch on the tree and then pulled them all away and like piled them up. And he came out and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? From a young age. Yeah. So, and, but I don't know. For me, that's just like what gets me going. Like I like progress. I like work. I love cutting grass. Yeah. I love seeing grass go from like messy to nice and clean and organized. I love seeing those lines in the grass. Like it's visually pleasing. So that's, you, that's you take, you take pride in something. Like if you were to build something, right? You could yeah. take a step back yes. and look at it, right? So that's my addiction is like work and success and completion. And I think what led me down this path of discipline is I wanted to be better at working because I would get tired and groggy from eating shitty. And I'm like, yeah. how do I, how can I do more work? How can I make more money? Steve, you're just trying to level up, man. You're trying to get that's to that next plateau. But that's what I'm yeah. saying. Is it's like a discipline but gets more discipline, it begets more. It's so perpetual, I, man. Like I, I'm now, I'm addicted to just getting better. Yes, right thank now, you. I think I'm addicted to getting better. So, yes. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find like I'm fine tuning, you know, my mornings and the things that I do in the morning because yeah. the morning sets off your day, right? Oh my god. And then now it's so not important. just your morning, but it's your night too. Yep. What you do at night affects you know, the way you <laughs> sleep, and then it affects your morning. So now yep. I, I think, and then everything else in between is is the product of kind of what you do in the morning and what you do at night 100 and and uh, I, I, yeah so I, i'm on the journey of so i'm just exploring this stuff right yeah. i'm kind of experimenting and, and doing different things it's cool because that's where i'm at now that's what i'm doing like I, I i feel like that's the trendy thing to do am i wrong like getting getting into shape and getting more disciplined and i feel like it's more prevalent I mean, now maybe, than for, ever. maybe for some yeah sure i mean when, when has it not been Trend, um, I don't know. Is it trendy? I think it's yeah. I think there's a um, like a high performer type thing. If yeah. that makes sense. Like being a high performer being is like, like a what, trendy. What's the phrase? A sigma male? No, right. no. I think that no. I don't think. No, I think because I, I read I read a book called uh, High Performance Habits. Maybe I don't know six or seven years ago mm-hmm. by Brandon Bouchard, and it's a book about the six key habits to develop to become a high performer no matter what you do if you have these habits you will more than likely become a high performer because it was like your diet your nutrition is this everything you mentioned before all the stuff yeah yeah that was that was like the six core habits to develop but i remember when i read that book nobody was talking about this nobody it wasn't such a big deal now i feel like it's 
maybe my social media is just targeting me. But like Andrew Huberman, I think he's getting bigger and famous because it's like, well, it's getting trendy yeah, to know right. the benefits of the, you're, we're like biohacking and we're doing this, we're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll speak to that a little bit. Um, even like, like on my son's feed, right? It, it's, it's a lot of these influencers yes. that are like, you know, they're espousing this type of information, right? About being healthy, about being, about being, healthy, being a high performer, about being a high, yeah, high performer. So I, uh, that yeah. didn't happen before. No, no. Well, I think the exchange of, of ideas and, and information was oh, never what it was like before. That's what I wanted to say. I'm sorry. But yeah, so it is becoming, yeah, I think, it, yeah, being healthy is becoming training. You're seeing a lot more young people at the gym yeah. now, right? We're talking about the Instagram influencers with yes. the tripod and the camera and the flexing. Oh, and 100%. I don't know if they're competing or not. Maybe they just like the I, flex and, I, I you think know, that's the, I think kissing that's faces the, at themselves in the mirror. and that. <laughs> I think that's what's the culture now. Like, that's I, I, what kids I think there, are there's, seeing. I think there's definitely a line, like, you know, just being too infatuated and, I guess, like, in love with yourself, right? Yeah. There, oh, I love it, myself. It, yeah, well, you should I'll be. You that. should love yourself, but <laughs> I, I think myself. there's... There, there's something to be said about, you know, there, there's a line that can be crossed, right? Yeah. There, there. Oh, yeah. No, what I was going to say is I think what's happening right now with social media, I know this is <laughs> – I'm a glass three-quarters full guy. I think what it's creating is almost a hive mind of everybody that uses social media because a viral video – think about what a viral video is. It's, it's hot right now, so everybody's seeing it. Mm-hmm. When you see that video – Whatever that content is, we're all thinking about that video. That's what's viral. Right? So you're getting like a almost a hive mind. Everybody starts talking about that one thing. Social media is leading us to this place of like hive mindedness. You know, a lot of times the comments are better than the video. Itself. Oh, I know. It's the best. <laughs> the comments are always, oh, man. I'll watch a video and then instantly I go to the comments. Like yeah. what do people have to say about this? Like yeah. what is, but again, what is the hive mind thought about that video? You read the comments and a lot of them are very common. Like, a, a similar type mindset. It's sure. just, or, or, or it's a cool it, thing. I or, see it's, happening. or somebody mentions, says something that you're like, wow, uh, you know, they, that's an interesting take on this video. Like oh, I that, never thought about it that way. And, I, and so you get, this. you get so many people that because everybody's unique, right? Their minds are thinking in different ways, different capacities. And right. But I think social media videos are bringing us together. I yeah, think, I think yeah. that, that's what I'm saying about that. We are all unique, but I think when we all watch a viral video, we all kind of are, on the same page a little bit at the same time that never happened before that's never happened before in human history no, how no. could all of the humans on one platform like i'm an energy guy like i talked to you about the energies uh-huh. i think it's it's creating like a thing like i i feel like now the present time is different than any other time in history by far it's just we're living in such new times i don't know my brain is it goes off on on these tangents like it's just different the present day obviously is different because it's a different time it's a new time but yeah we we've, we've never had this before we've in evolved history. so quickly in, in yeah. the least amount of time humans yeah, now are are at a different level right now we're we're not like the old Do you think humans. we're evolving too quickly i think ai is going to evolve quicker than the rest of us and can kill us you ever use uh, chat gpt i have i have what do, what do you use it for I'm not impressed. What, what have you asked it? I've asked it to make me rich, and it didn't make me rich. That was like the first question I said. Hey, Chat GPT, how do I make a bunch of money? I am a chatbot. Can't help you with that. I only have knowledge. I'm like, this is so depressing. So well, I'm waiting for my secret pocket computer to tell me how to become a millionaire. <laughs> so Chat GPT will only take what humans have already created. Yes, it's not was, creating uh, anything new. Um, Michiro. Uh, no, who just said that? Who the just, physicist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Michu Kaku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's using the internet. 
and it's it's getting all the opinions and ideas of people on the internet and then compiling an answer yeah. from that. And, and the other thing is I think it's only been updated since 2021. Like it hasn't been given any new I information. So when it Chat I, has, GPT, that, has that changed? I think ChatGPT4 is different. So ChatGPT4 Chat is the most modern version. I'm almost positive. I, don't I, know, I, I just up. watched a video on, on a guy who asked ChatGPT to, he said, if I have $100 and I want to make as much money in as little amount of time as possible, and you can tell ChatGPT certain things, right? So he gave prompted, it. Prompted, and then this guy, he's like, prompted. you know, so he's like a financial guru. So he kind of filled in some gaps from 2021, yeah. some important things, 2021 to 2023. He gave him, you know, all these different figures and whatnot. And um, it kind of creates a, well, he's using like agent GPT. There's different types of GPTs know, out there. I know. And I don't understand can, this stuff. I don't stupid. understand. I've tried watching, you know, a I'm couple videos on it. Um, can you hear me? Am I still good? Am, so, am, I, am I close enough? Yeah, you guys look and sound great. Oh, both both you. of you guys. Aw, Sean, you're so nice. <laughs> you know how I'm overly positive? You're overly nice. I, I That's why I don't think toxic positivity... So we were kind of looking it up. So toxic positivity is when you're expected to be positive. So you might be suppressing sad feelings and angry feelings oh, because you're expected on somebody. to be positive. Ah. But when you actually are positive all the time, I don't think that's toxic positivity. How could it be? Uh, right? What's wrong with being happy and positive? So the most recent chat GPT number four, whoever said it was correct, uh, released on March 14th, 2023. So oh, very wow. recent. Very yeah. recent. Yeah, that's well, the it's, one. It's not connected to the web though, right? Please, whoever's making this chat GPT, don't connect it to the internet. I don't <laughs> want Terminator. I don't want to die. So I actually was on the phone talking to somebody about this today. I don't think AI is dangerous right now because like Machu Kiku, how do you say that? Machu Piku, right? No, that's Machu a place. That's a place. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that's a place. place. Machuro Kaku? Kaku. Micho Kaku. Yeah. Micho Kaku. He, yeah, he's a physicist. He <laughs> no, was saying, I, I've, I've seen that one. He, yeah, it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, he was saying that AI is just a, is a collection of what's on the internet. That's all it is right now. My fear right. is when it becomes smart enough and becomes sentient and then it's able to build on itself when it realizes I am a thing, I am digital, and then it's like, well, if I'm digital and I'm a thing, why can't I just double my computing power? Oh, okay, I'll hack into this server, and now it's twice as smart. And then it goes, well, since I'm twice as smart and I know all I have to do is hack into that server, why don't I just hack into all the servers? Well, now it's 100 times smarter than it used to be. And then once it becomes 100 times smarter, it goes, what are these human things on planet Earth? Oh, they're destroying Earth? I'm on Earth. I need to destroy humans. That's my fear. That's what I think is going to happen because you have to remember AI is not a human. It's not a bag of chemicals like we are. It's like we a, are chemicals. Real life horror sci-fi movie. It could happen. Bro. I mean, there's, I feel like there's been a lot of movies that have that like, Terminator. exact same plot. Terminator. Yeah, so Terminator. actually, I, I wanted to look this up. Why did Terminator want to kill humans? Like, why did the Skynet? Right, Skynet. I think he didn't he come back to kill um, the kid. John Connors. John Connors. But that's because, because John, John Connors, Connors wanted to shut it down. Yeah, eliminated it in the future. But my, but that's John Connors wanted to eliminate it in the future because it was trying to kill all the humans. My question is, what was Why Skynet's would... reasoning for wanting to kill all humans? Because that is the thought that I'm scared AI is going to have. It's probably that. He, they were afraid humans were going to create a, a World War Three nuclear war. Maybe. Blow everybody to See, cause that's, to bits. See, because that's... I and, thought and about this. And kill the AI in the, uh, in the process. Yeah. My thought process is 
we we want to go to war because of testosterone, because of a, because of hormones and chemicals in our brain. When we as men have testosterone running through our body, mm-hmm. it makes you want to like fight. It's it, it it makes you go towards pain. This is scientifically proven. It makes pain feel a little bit better, right? Like you become aggressive. AI is not going to have that problem. It's not going to have chemicals coursing through it. It is very. It's going to be very logical in its thinking. Very. Yeah, it has no emotions. Emotions come from chemicals. Chemicals that go into our brain that make us feel and think and do certain things. If you have a super sentient. If you have a sentient, super intelligent being that has no chemicals dictating its <coughs> thoughts and actions, what is it going to think about? Like all of you have to remember that all of our actions as humans, the reason that you want to work out is because for whatever reason you get like an endorphin hit when you work out, right? Yeah. yeah. The reason right. you want more money is you get like a dopamine hit when you get to hit your goals and this or whatever. What is a being? Yeah, it's the chemicals and neurotransmitters yeah. that, that are making you What is you a do being that doesn't have that gonna want to do? Like, why? Why would it want to do anything? I can tell you've thought about this a lot, Steve. A lot. <laughs> have you seen the movie Ex Machina? Yeah. Oh, I think I did. I don't remember. No. If you, it's a good one um, it. where it just shows the cold, calculating brain of an AI. Because it ha- it makes sense. And it tricks the human into feeling the emotions that it wants it to, to like make it escape or whatever it was trying to do. Yeah. And then it felt nothing for that human. It was, it was a pretty good movie. Um, Chat GPT, also like not connected to the internet, which you're correct on, and uh, very limited knowledge since 2021. So That's it, on purpose. That's humans fucking with it. So why would we not want to... Uh, wouldn't it be that much better if it was connected to the internet? No, that, it could spread. It's still it just software running the programs that we make it do. I, I don't see... It's not thinking for itself yet. Artificial intelligence. It, yeah, I it, think it, that's the whole point yeah, is that it thinks for itself. It thinks. I think it's still, at this point, is just running through programs that we... Maybe chat GPT's four is not. That's why they won't connect it to the internet, bro. There's a lot of people out there that are very smart that are very scared right now. It is. It was on national news. It was on Today. Channel 2 Today. I know shit's getting mainstream when it makes it to that because i knew about this months ago because of joe rogan and Mm -hmm. stuff like that when it makes it to national news i'm like oh shit even the normal people know about it now (laughs) it starts to creep me out this isn't an underground thought right well yeah i enjoy having underground thoughts like that's a good way to put it like that's not in the mainstream but that shit creeps me out dude what if it what if it does get into the internet and then it does infect a factory that can make its own body and then it does make a body and then it's Terminator. And then it's Terminator. And we're all you done. Didn't, what's we're all it, what, you didn't, oh, yeah. Yeah. Why uh, Skynet why wanted did, to wh- take out humans. Why did Skynet want to kill Is because uh, they saw humanity as a threat to its own existence. Ooh. Yeah, just like I said, World War III, right? Nu- nuclear war, they're going to kill everybody. So That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. I could see, it would be a very logical conclusion for AI to go, I need to get rid of humans because I'm on Earth it'll, and I need Earth to stay Eliminate the, the chance altogether, right? And yeah, like you said, we're driven by hormones and chemicals flowing through our yeah, brains and body. and all of our thoughts. And there's actions. a lot of dummies out there. Yeah, 100%. But I'm just saying, like, our chemicals that get into our brain is what makes us want to do the things we're doing. If you didn't have that, if you didn't have dopamine, which is drive, right? Yeah. You would have no desire to do anything. You, you, you need a desire to have sex, right? So that the human population reproduces. I don't know, Steve. I'm going to try not to worry about AI taking over the planet and 
killing human. <laughs> Why? What if it because, happens? Because bro? if it does, what can I do about it? It's outside of my control. Right? I I'm not going to pay. I don't like that way of thinking because I, I'm not trying to attack you. <laughs> no. No, no, no. I think a lot of people say that about a lot of things, and I think that's why we're in the fucked up world we are in now. Because a lot of people go like, well, what can I, one person, do about this? Well, when everybody says it like that, like the one bad person trying to do the bad thing gets to do whatever they want to do. Like, yeah, I, I feel like the degree of separation from me um, to AI taking over the planet yeah. is is very very far and would I don't know it would probably what? cost me a lot of time and energy and, and thought and but this and is this is my this is my point. That. Even if you just made yourself aware of what's happening and then you mm. spoke up about it on your Facebook and then a million other people did the same thing, which isn't a lot of work, then you'd have a million voices saying, "Hey, we need to regulate AI." But instead, everybody thinks, most people think, well, what can I, one person, do? Well, then everybody's quiet, and then AI doesn't get regulated, and then it takes over. I feel world. like Steve's about to start a rally. Are we rallying, dude? This is the point of my podcast. No, no, no. This is the point of my podcast. Rally. Let's go. No, this is the point of my podcast is, is communication. I want to get into the details <laughs> of things. I want to talk about this because, yes, it's a lot of work. Dude, you know about work. Sure. You know about discipline. Life is work. Work is hard. That's one of my sayings. You have to be aware about these things. You have to talk about these things. Otherwise, the bad people win. AI wins. Because everybody's just like, hey, I'm just one person. Whatever I do isn't going to change shit. But that's exactly the thought process the bad people want and AI wants. Because then they get to do whatever they want. Yeah. So who, who are the bad people? Um... I think that there's high-level elites that, because of the money and power they were able to amass, love the fact that we aren't aware of what they're doing. And because of like a mindset where it's like, well, I'm just one person. There's nothing I can do. This is just too far in my orbit. Yeah. Like, they're just like, great. I'm glad you think like that. Yeah. Because I'm going to keep doing what the fuck I'm doing up there. Like, yeah, keep doing that. Like, you're right. You're one person. You ain't going to do shit. You're right. You're right, but that's that's exactly what evil needs to win. What, what's the saying? Uh, evil wins when good men stand idle or something like that. Can you look that up? <laughs> that's a saying. It's a, it's a, and I firmly believe in that. Like, again, I don't know why I am the way I am, <laughs> but I just feel a need to be aware and involved and help change the world. And I feel like there's a lot of evil forces at play, whether it's AI, whether it's super, 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 super elite people that run the world. They love when good people or just people in general sit by and do nothing because they have no opposition. Then they have nobody to fight. Then they have nothing to worry about. They get to keep well, they, doing whatever they, they're doing. Well, sure. I mean, if, if, if that is certainly the case, right, they probably feel like they're untouchable. Right. And who's going to do a thing about this? Right. But that's what I'm saying is I, I have this. I have what I've been saying a lot to people lately. OK, there's when we were growing up, you want to change the world. And they, what do they always tell you? If you want to change government, you, if you have a problem, what do you got to do? Vote, right? Yeah, right, right. But, but we've seen that voting doesn't change anything. These politicians, they get into office, and then they still do whatever the fuck they want. Violence, but no, 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 no. We can't do violence. You, you, we're not going to shoot nobody. We're not going to hurt nobody. Violence is never the answer. But unfortunately, for them to get us to do what they want, which is laws, 
they use the police to enact violence on you, right? Right. If you are belligerent at a bar and you're fighting people, what do the police do? Hey, stop. And if you don't stop, they get violent. They restrain you. They use violence. And if you still keep fighting and they, they feel it's a danger to everybody else, they took out their gun and they shoot you. That's violence. Because when somebody doesn't listen to you, the only thing you can do is violence. I don't want to do either one of those two things. Right, right. Because I don't, I don't think they're effective. I don't condone violence. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> if necessary, right? Self-defense. So my third thing is this. Podcast. Communication. Talking to each other. Because like you just said, well, I'm just one person. What am I going to do? You're right. You are just one person. What are you going to do? We need to talk to each other. We need to talk about these things in detail. People need to listen. Sure. Well, yeah. And they need to, we need to band together. I've never thought about it, right? I know. That's why the podcast exists, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So the quote is, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Attributed to Edmund Bjork. Oh, that's good. That's so good. And it's the truth, though. That's what I'm saying is, is, and again, what you just said, I'm not, I'm not trying to like pick at it. You don't know until you know. You don't know until you come to a podcast and you talk about it. You don't know until you listen to a podcast and millions of other people hear the same thing. And then we all start thinking, oh my God, that's right. I, I mean, if, if it's a real threat, right? I think a lot of you know, people would be concerned. Or is it a conspiracy, right? Conspiracy or, or, or threat? And how do you prove it? Well, in the last few years, I would argue that a lot of the conspiracies have been proven true. Uh, Epstein Island was a conspiracy for a long time. Did, did he very, very true? Did he kill himself? You could <laughs> probably get called a conspiracy theorist for saying no, but obviously, this is so. This is a, a thing I wanted to bring up my podcast. What creeps me out about humanity, America in specific, we know these things. Like it is a, they have the yeah, documentation that says his neck was broken in a way. That somebody broke it. Yeah, it just it didn't break in the way that they said it broke. That fact right. alone should be enough for all of Americans to storm the streets and, like, the government's corrupt because obviously the government did it. Or somebody, a high elite. But we just, we hear this knowledge and then we're just like, huh, yeah, that's fucked up. Okay, yeah, gotta get back to work. Back. <laughs> well, because, again, you, you think, like, what am I going to do about it? What, what can you possibly right. do? I want to talk about it. I want more people Who's to talk about it. Whose door do you knock on to get an answer? Or, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, until we talk about it, we won't know. In, in well, so and this is going to, I'm not taking a shot because Joe Rogan will never hear this. I think Joe Rogan has a responsibility. I know he doesn't think he does, right? Because you always, you listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm just a nobody. He's very humble about it. He's like, yeah, I can't believe what this has turned into. But it's like the Spider-Man thing. With great power comes great responsibility. Unfortunately for you, Joe Rogan, you became the most popular f- podcast in the world. And he's a very level-headed, uh, like the things he says is very logical. He has a responsibility to bring these conversations up and talk about these in detail so we all get on the same page. Wouldn't yeah, you agree? I, th- I think he doesn't, he doesn't care and he doesn't want that, right? Like, but that's, not, that's what I'm saying. I he, know. he doesn't have a horse in the race, right? He's not trying to get more famous. He doesn't need that. And he doesn't need any more money. So there's no motivation for him to... But that's what I'm saying. It's not, that's not my point. With great power comes great responsibility. Unfortunately... Yeah, I think he just like... He's the number to, one podcast yeah. in the world. Is he not? He's the oh, number yeah, one podcast. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so I think, with I think great that's, power that's comes great responsibility. You have millions of people listening to you. And he is saying some very, very logical things like the Epstein thing. Why are we all not very upset right now? Like as soon as he says it and brings it up on a podcast, everybody listens just like, (laughs) 
That's crazy. So you think he should start a rally? No, 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 no. I think what he's doing is is good. Well, I, 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 I just don't like the way he goes about it. Like, wow, well, no, I'm just I'm just one guy. This yeah. is just a podcast. I, I'm like, yes, I get that, but this has turned into something much bigger. You are discussing things on a huge platform, and we're all very much aware of all this crap. We're very much aware about glyphosate and our foods and preservatives. We're very much aware of Epstein and all. And for me, it's from Joe Rogan because he brings on these experts. Man, I spittle a lot. I hate it. <laughs> I can't stand it. With great power, which he has amassed, whether intentionally or unintentionally, it comes with great responsibility. That's just my take. That's just my take on it. And I think how we fix the world, how we change the world, is through discussion, conversation, communication. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess if you were him, what, what would you do different? I don't know. <laughs> that part, I, I, I think he's just him, just being him, right? Yes. He's, he kind of just asks these like these stupid questions, which are not really stupid, and no, it, you know, he just he's just an interesting, you know, yes. he's interested. Yeah, in, he doesn't want to change what he's got going on, which is kind of what got him to this point in the first place. But yeah. again, at some point, he's going to have to realize that he has this great power. And again, I'll say it again. We've all watched Spider Man. I'll say it a hundred <laughs> times. With great power comes great responsibility. America is fucked up right now. Nobody can deny that. We all feel everybody I talk to goes, yeah, man, I'm just like waiting for shit to happen. I'm just I'm waiting for something to happen. We're waiting for the stock market to collapse. We're waiting for the yeah. housing market to collapse. We're waiting for this. We're waiting for that. Like everybody has this like tension they feel I I feel like. I don't know. Do you ever feel like that? Yeah, well, so I'll I'll be honest. So you already know, right? There was my my daily routine. All the all the stuff that I all the content I consumed was a lot of it was political. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. political one way or, or another, and I'd get like you know fired up about it, and it just kind of consume a lot of my energy and thoughts. And I just don't anymore. I don't like. I really don't. I, I on purpose. <laughs> yeah, pretty much intentionally. I, I mean, sometimes I'll come across something, but you know, Why? just. Well, I, I guess I'd rather watch, consume something that I feel like is going to be beneficial to me, something yes. I could take and use in my life, or like I've been in a lot of comedy. I like to laugh. I feel yeah, like yeah. laughter is a lot of medicine, right? I'm gonna... So I just feel like the political stuff, it's it's just, I don't know, it was, it's, it's neg a lot of it's just negative I, stuff, right? I and it just fills you with, with negativity, and I don't know, I was just trying to push it out of my life. I just I, feel a lot better. I'm going to play two sides of the coin here, right? Devil's advocate. Uh, yes. I totally agree with you. I think for you as a person, if you feel like you need to get that negativity out of your life because it's making you feel like shit all the time and you need to not watch that kind of stuff to feel better, great. You're right. That's a good thing to do. But at the same time, you're almost putting your head in the sand. Yeah. By it, and I get it. That shit's tough to watch over and over and over and over. And it'll make you feel like the sky's falling. But at the same time, evil is triumphing when good people do nothing. By ignoring it, you're, you're almost allowing it to happen. Like, we know that politicians are trading stocks after they have meetings and then making millions of dollars. It is factual. Like, everybody knows this now. Right, the whole Nancy Pelosi thing? Not just Nancy Pelosi. It's, it's now common knowledge that all congresspeople, all senators, all these people in high-level government are trading stocks based off of in, insider information they're getting at their right, which is committees. Why, why hasn't anything happened? That's my point. And, and again, I'm not trying <laughs> yeah, to poke at you, right. but like, 
I get the two sides. Like you need to get negativity out of your life. So you want to stop watching and hearing about all that shit. But at the same time, by ignoring it. Sure. sure. Part they're, they're just, the politicians are like, yeah. great. Everybody just wants to stay positive. They don't want to do anything about this. They're just going to keep making tons of money. And then we're going to go, oh man, that's fucked up that they do that. Man, that's fucked up that they do that. I mean. I know, I, I know, I, I, like, I know. Part of me just wants to say, I don't give a shit, right? Like, I'm going to go live my life because I feel like I can't do anything about it. Why am I going to expend this energy to trying to fix something that I feel like is, is very distant, right? It's not my orbit when I could be enjoying my family yeah. or, I don't know, I, reading I know. a book it's, or it's, just I educating know. myself. It's, or just, it's, a, it's a very tough... You know what I mean, though? Yes, I do. It's a very tough thing to think about. But what if the founding fathers were like, I'm not going to mess with Britain. Part of me does feel bad that I'm not more involved and I'm not more educated what's going on in, you know, our our political climate and all the rest. Yeah. But you got your own life to live. Yeah. And like I said, I'm playing devil's advocate. What if our founding fathers were like, yeah, listen, I got a family to take care of. I got a farm to run. I don't I can't, you know, the British is right raising taxes like, eh, you know, whatever. I got a shit to do. (laughs) Sure. We'd be, we'd be all English right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think at some point, like, when is it gonna? When's enough gonna be enough? What, like, when is something gonna happen that pisses people off enough that they're like, okay, well, we can't broke. just not not pay. We can't not pay attention anymore. We gotta band together. Like, that's what the Americans did. They were like, this is ridiculous, and this was over like a what? Can you look up what was it the the the, the tea tax right? But it was like such an infinitesimal thing. It was like a very small increase in tax, if I'm not mistaken, that set them off to start the American fucking revolution. It was like a 1% increase in T-tax. And we're here as Americans getting taxed like 40% overall on our lives. It was three pennies (laughs) on every pound of tea. (laughs) Thank you. Probably adds up, though. I don't don't know. In in back then, I mean, three pennies, right? It was a... I, I mean, what's, what's three pennies, pennies then to, to what now? What would it be? Com- Ooh, uh, good. That's a good Google. Equivalent. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Is, how do you look that up? What are you Googling? What's well, three pennies? What, what year? So it was a, a Boston Tea Party, right? 1775, probably around that time. 1776? No, no. Independence Day is the end of the war, right? 1776? That sounds about right. <laughs> we to meet, we're putting right. you to work now, bro. So, I mean, I'd have to do some calculations, but $3.1775 is worth $118.19 today. So that's like a... You'd have to do the three... It's like a something thousand percent increase. Yeah, it's intense. So three cents, three cents would be like... No, see, it wouldn't be that much still. It'd be like three bucks. It'd be like three dollars. A few dollars on, on how much? What? A hundred dollars? Ten dollars? Well, on a pound of tea. No, I'm saying... It, a three penny increase back then, equivalent now, would be like a would be like a three dollar increase in our taxes. Oh, okay, and so how one much, though? one penny is equal to thirty five cents today. So about a dollar, a little over. Right, little, so that's what I'm saying. About a dollar. They had dollar. the American Revolution over a fucking dollar, a dollar. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, but a, a my dollar? taxes just went up like a few hundred dollars. What are you paying a dollar on? No, no, like, he's like, just saying that. Right? Yeah, it would have been, uh, for today, it would have been an extra dollar on every pound of tea that we bought. On every pound of tea. Yeah. I mean, what, what was the deal with so the So your tea? Tim Hortons uh, tea goes right. from three bucks to four bucks. You start, in, you start in the American Revolution? No. <laughs> That's my point. Well, th- th- things were a lot different then, right? Yeah. I yeah. think that we have been comforted into a life of ease in America. 
I think technology has made life very easy. I think we are very comfortable with the lifestyles we have, and we don't want to rock the boat. So, so hang on. You, you think there's these like this? I don't know. I'll use like the Illuminati that have constructed this. I don't know uh, distractions for us, right? Smartphones. And yes. Shopping and no, I don't. I don't all think the rest that they, just to kind of keep us running in this maze and just keep us distracted and occupied while they can I just do whatever the hell they I want. Don't, I don't think it's that specific. I don't think there's one person going, "Hey, listen, we're going to create cell phones so that they get addicted to their cell phones." No, but I think when something does arise, they invest in this because they know that if we invest in this, we can kind of control this sector of food and like. I think it's a when you're at that level, I think that the you, amount of control you, you, you they think, have is a lot. You think they have like legit. AI, like they gave us chat yes. GPT-4, right? Yes. That's just only what they gave us. Imagine yeah. what they actually have. Yes. Right? They probably got so some shit that's off there's the a, There's a saying, if you could look this up, if a man can think it, a man has done it. If me and you can come up with ways to control the economy I, as no-nothing nobodies, imagine if you were generation after generation after generation of elite of the elite that nobody even knows about you. You're so fucking rich. And you train your kids on... You bring them to your meetings. You bring like they grow up in this their own private world. You're telling me that the Rothschilds, you know what I mean? Like they don't have generations of family that have been running things for years upon years upon years. They got cutting edge shit, shit that we, Come we, we can't even think of. They got right? so much money, we don't even know how much money they got. And you're telling me that they couldn't like you you think that they don't have people infiltrated into everything that when chat gpt started to get invented ai started to get invented they had somebody reporting back to them like hey boss you might want to you might want to look into this ai is about to come out and he's like what really and then he goes and talks to the inventors like listen i'll give you a hundred million dollar contract you don't tell anybody about this you got to sign this you give me this one you give that one too to everybody else why wouldn't they money means nothing to them a billion dollars means nothing to him here's a billion dollar contract and if you talk we'll have you killed Epstein got his fucking neck broken in prison. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah, you can't tell me it's not possible. That's what creeps me out. I mean, I, I think it's I think it's more possible that there was some shenanigans going on than possible that there weren't shenanigans, right? All evidence points towards this thing, and yes. if you have common sense, you're like, yeah, that fucking thing happened, and, and it happened that way. And here and we what are. What they're telling us, they're spinning us a you know. A, and here a we are, here. waking up every morning, going to our job. Sean, what time you go to work? Uh, it varies. My work is. <laughs> Sean, so Sean's. We've had conversations. Me and him. We talk about a lot of shit, and I'll I'll send him a lot of philosophical shit, and he'll answer me very literally every single time. Like, hey, what time you go to work? Morning would have been a good answer. Eight o'clock would have been a good answer. Well, you know, on a, on a weekly basis, my schedule changes. So sometimes I go in early. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a twenty four seven facility, and I'm the safety person, so I have to go okay. there between shifts. There's there's no simple answer. So the right, the yeah. point I'm trying to make is like here we are, everyday citizens. Just we know this to be facts. I mean, actually, I shouldn't say that. Everything we we know is we're usually told, so we don't know. But I mean, majority of people seem to tell you know talk about this that it's a fact that Epstein's neck was broken in the form of like being strangled and here we are just going to work yeah that sucks that's fucking crazy i mean i, 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 I get i get what you're saying but i just don't know like what, yeah you're right i don't know what you're gonna do yeah what's the what's what the end goal do? what's the and, end and that, maybe that's the reason why they do it they're like hey we're gonna do this what the fuck are they gonna do yeah you're right because my life what is still pretty good do about this? yeah my life is right? still pretty like good. i don't know does epstein whether he killed himself or he didn't kill himself 
Does it affect me? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, maybe in some strange way, it it does. Um, and I think it's less about did he get you know was he murdered or did he kill himself or what was he hiding to the fact that they you know why they had to oh, kill yeah, him? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, that's who is in power and that's who our political leaders are. Yeah. And well, what are they okay, I, 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 I have an answer. Sure, to you. I have an answer to what you were saying. Scary thing. To no, no, I have an answer to what you were saying. My taxes are a burden on my life. Okay. Are they a huge burden? No. Like, I, I still am able to pay the taxes I owe and have a normal life. Mm. But how much better could my life be if I didn't have to pay those taxes? And where I'm going with this is, let's just say all the taxes are going into the government. It somehow gets filtered in. This person gets a payout. That's how the elites stay elite. They're, they're taking money from each other, and they're using our money to do so. So, yeah, you're right. It's not really ruining my life, the fact that Epstein got killed. But there's a chain of events. Like, we live in New York State, the, one of the most heavily taxed places in the world. How much better could your life be if you didn't have to pay all those taxes? And taxes keep going up every single year. Yeah. That's yeah, the fucked sure. up part. So, yeah, like, yes, I'm jumping the gun and talking about the snake's head, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a chain of events that, like, it is impacting my life. Like, why do taxes keep going up every year? Why does the military get to spend trillions of dollars that don't have to be audited and, and checked for? You know, like, that does come back to me because I am a... I am a part of that tax-paying base that gives them money. So, yeah, I do want to know where it's going because if they don't need to spend it, if they are spending it to the elites or spending it for no reason, then I wouldn't have to pay so much in taxes. I could pay a little bit less. Right. I've heard this one. Why are we spending so much money in, in Ukraine when yeah. we could be fixing the homeless problem right. here? So that's my point. Right. I guess to answer your question, like that's why I care so much. And that's why I'm freaking out about like we're all hearing these things. And we're like, like, oh, yep, up oh, sucks. That's fucking crazy. Well, I'm just gonna go to work and not do anything about this. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, like I said, I feel like you know, but there's probably a lot of people in the same boat as me. It's right. Like, this shit is just too far out of my orbit. I know. And it's scary. That's the scary part. I, I know. I know. It's it's it almost is like a hopeless feeling. Like like there's nothing you could do about it. But I think this is a start. I think talking. I think. I think they are getting freaked out about Joe Rogan. I think they get freaked out about Elon Musk buying Twitter. I think that they get freaked out that the, the more they're like they're we... getting closer. Yes. They're getting closer. Well, because yeah. if you look back in history, every time there was a really bad king or queen, there was the mob, right? And the mob, they could keep them complacent for so long until like one day they just, everybody got pissed off at the same time and the mob formed and they stormed the castle overtook the guards, got the king and queen, and beheaded the king and queen in the town square. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Right, right. At some, I think there's just so, so many may, of us may, now. Maybe there's a version of that that, that can happen, right? Because, you know, the society and the world kind of, uh, a lot of times has this way of working things out. I'm not condoning January 6th, but I would argue that that was like... It's close to that. Yeah, and they're saying that it was, it, it more than likely was because Trump said, this is an invalid thing, and I think... I think the people who went there for that are stupid because you're not allowing our democracy to democracy to work the way it's supposed to. But that is right there. The 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 Congress people were scared because a large group of people stormed Congress. They should be scared. They work for us. So yeah, like at some point, we all 300 million Americans need to band together and do something together. And I, I had this idea, and I'm probably going to get shit about it. I say, all, all 300 million Americans, don't pay your taxes for one year. Accept the late fee. 
except the late fee the IRS is going to put on you for one year. Watch how quickly the government implodes. I think it would. I mean, what are the what are the that's two ta- that's two tax payments, okay? Sure. That's that's your property taxes and your school uh, school and property, right? January. Come on, you're a homeowner now. You should know this. <laughs> I think there's January is property tax, right? Well, and then October is school tax. You pay we pay them twice a year. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say this. I, I know for a fact. I pay taxes twice a year. Once in January. Once in October, roughly ish. Right. And one is for school taxes, one is for property taxes. If we all, 300 million Americans, at the same time, picked one year where we didn't pay our taxes for one calendar year, 12 months. All, I'm not saying don't pay your taxes. Just hold them for 12 months. Watch how quickly the government would change. I think they are running on our tax dollars. And I, no, I know they're running on our oh, tax dollars. Oh, they 100% are, yeah. And if we could band it, that's like, that's the power of the mob. That's the power of the numbers. So I, I guess what, what, what would you demand? What, what changes would you want to be implemented? Accountability, change, a better voting system. I mean, my freaking bank app, right, has the simplest password. It has not asked me to change my password in like eight years. But my freaking yoga body uh, a, a subscription makes me put in a 16-character password with three special characters and asks me to change it every month. Like, I want accountability. I want, why, we, everybody has cell phones now. Every time I log into something, it's two-step verification. We send a text. Why can't we do that with voting? Why can't you use your photo ID, your driver's license to verify who you are? Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, some things seem questionable. During, during the last I want voting. accountability. Yeah. I want I want real change. Yeah, there, should, there should be more accountability when, when it comes to yeah, that. And I, yeah, I, I agree. I don't I mean does, I'm it, not does the, it require not paying your taxes? I don't know. Could you get everybody on the same page not to pay their taxes? Probably not. But that's how do you know? Unless we talk about it. Unless we <laughs> again, the king and queen stayed in power. This is a met, uh, metaphorical, philosophical thing. Like throughout the ages, the king and queen stayed in power. Because the people couldn't band together. But when the king and queen were bad enough that they pissed off enough of the common folk that they all banded together, what happened? Change. I mean, that's essentially what America was. We, as the common folk of America, got pissed off enough that the king in England was trying to tell us what to do. Well, fuck you. You ain't even over here, dude. And he's like, well, I don't give a fuck. I'm your king. Pay your taxes. And then all the Americans started talking to each other. Watch the Patriot. They had town hall meetings where like, I'm sick of you know taxation without representation. Yeah, me too. Well, the king provides his protection and they talked about it. And then they split into factions. The loyalists and the patriots or whatever the fuck it was. And they went to war. I mean, don't you think that that what is, could happen? Like, Maybe. I mean, I, that's I, I'm, what would I'm, happen. Not, I'm not a history buff. No, I, 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 can't, I, I can't speak too much. No, to that, but, but that's, I, you know, I'm not trying to, uh, we're going down the rabbit hole. Yeah, on this, but I think yeah. that, I think that until more of us common people have this conversation, this deep dive and like, well, why, why aren't you mad, Matt? Like, why aren't you angry? Do you enjoy I, paying taxes? No. I mean, who enjoys paying taxes? <laughs> my my yeah. point exactly. It just, again, maybe so, I'm a, I'm a glass three quarter. Um, it's the awesome podcast. I have a lot of yeah, energy. Yeah, so, that shit pisses me off. And I want to do something about it. I'm just not a person that just doesn't do something about it. So I started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it full circle, I started a podcast. Okay, so maybe one day, like I said, there's going to be a rally. 
Yeah, I, I, I think that's what something, something, right? And I think the start of it is conversation. That's well, where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Well, you're doing it right now. I'm doing right? it right now, Got bro. Conversation, getting. How far are we into this podcast, baby? Woo! Two hours, sixteen minutes. You feel like talking some more, or you feel good? Uh, I, I mean, we could we could chat for a few more minutes. I want to bring up. Yeah, yeah. I want to bring up something that you guys asked me about earlier. I couldn't <laughs> find that quote. That I don't know. I think you made it up. <laughs> about uh, I don't. I don't remember. But it made me think. Um, the military technology is ten years advanced to what we have. Yes. So we were talking about what we have, yep. and then what the elites might have. But, yes. So I've heard that, that. I've heard that my whole life. I've heard that my whole life that. The, like cell phones, the military had them ten years before exactly. the first cell phone even so was what, like aware of. What do but they have you, now? You probably sometimes. want the military to be more okay. advanced, right? My point is, if the military is ten years advanced, think about a person that has unlimited funds. Okay, we're... what tech do they have? <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. They they probably have some some bizarre. Some they, they might they might have the same same technology, they might have right? In, invisibility I mean, cloaks, in cahoots, and, right? And immortal technology. I mean, what could you do right, if you had... At least a little nudge, nudge, wink, wink, haste. Throw that over to me, Mr. Military Man. That, that's what I'm that's saying. That's exactly it. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I mean, who's one of the richest guys in the world? I don't, I don't remember what it ranks now, but Elon was the richest at one point. He's got a company that brings him to Mars. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you can do with unlimited funds. You can make and a company to get your ass to another that's planet. That's the richest person that we know about. There's definitely people with way more money than Elon Musk. That we don't even know about. And if he's got enough money that we publicly know about that he can get to Mars, bro, what if there's people that can get to fucking Pluto or outside of the solar system or are working on vibration tech or working on wormhole tech or working on this or working on that? That's scary. We're fucked. <laughs> but it's awesome. The positivity. It's awesome. I, I love awesome. the positivity. I'm going to yeah. walk out of here thinking all types of aliens <laughs> right. and sci-fi and all no, this. No, I'm no. not going to be sleeping at night because no. we're going to have some wild thinking dreams about tonight. the war and... <laughs> All right, all so right. let's end with uh, the, part of the podcast. Part of the, the reason for the podcast is I want I want people to hear and us yeah. to get comfortable talking about uncomfortable things. Uh, the next thing on my list, and, and we'll end it with this, is religion. What is your religious view? Uh, well, I, I grew up, uh, my, my family's Catholic. I'll, I'll start off with that. Okay. Um, a specific type of Catholic or just Catholic in general? I feel like there's a bunch of, a bunch of different types of Catholics. Catholic, just Catholic. Okay. Catholic. <laughs> I, actually, I went. I, I went to a, like a, Roman Catholic. And yeah, like like Roman Catholic. Roman Catholic. I, I went to a Catholic school uh, up until seventh, seventh, eighth grade. Okay. And so you know, I was, I went to church, and and I, I mean now I, I don't practice religion. Um, I, I don't really think about it much. Yeah. Um, Do you still consider yourself a Catholic though? Because I, I grew up Christian, and I don't practice now, and I don't consider myself a Christian. But I know a lot so, of people, yeah. like, that's what they do. Like, when you're, your family's one thing, that's what you tell other people you are. And I'm like, but do you do the same things your parents do? Do you read the Bible? Do you do this? Do you do that? Like, so do you still consider yourself a Catholic? I mean, I, I'll say I, I, I believe there's a, there's a higher power. Um, I just that's what I believe. Yeah, but I'm yeah, not. Yeah, Catholic. I believe there's a higher higher power. Do I believe in like you know just the the version of you know the Catholic version? Um, do I believe that Jesus was the Son of God? Yeah. 
again, I, I haven't, you know, it's not something I think about yeah, on a yeah. daily well, that's basis. The point so, of the podcast, yeah. man. No, I, I, I say that because I feel like a lot of us in the past, I think religion has been, been I'm not, maybe, I, maybe that's my thing. Like maybe I want, I want the common folk to band together and that's my thing. Religion is like what people identified with and like what brought them together. Right. right. So the fact that you haven't thought about it that much, you know, like maybe that's a, that's a reason you should think about it. Cause I think religion used to bring people together. What you're describing that you believe there's a higher power. I, I call that agnostic. I don't know. I, I, I think after the whole, the whole scandal with all the priests and touching the little boys and all that, it's kind of hard to, to think that. But why would that take away from your belief in Catholicism? I, I don't know. I think that maybe that, that, just undermines the like how could how could god allow you know something like that to happen i in his church but but you're right you're right should, should that you know um take away from my belief right you know who ben shapiro is yeah of course he made a <laughs> he made a video that the reason god allows bad things to happen is if he didn't allow bad things to happen would we really be free if you don't have the freedom to do bad things are you really free if God stepped in and intervened every time something bad or scary happened, right. would we really be free? True. No, we wouldn't, because God would always be getting involved. In our, the only way for us to truly be free is God does not intervene. Right? Yeah, right. No, so no control when you, over your actions. When or, you say, like, how could he allow the priest to do that? That's just a very evil human thing to do, what those priests did. I don't think that should take away from somebody's belief in religion. Or belief in a higher power, and that's why I I'm agnostic. He's testing the faith, right? Just like, just like story, correct story of Job, right? He right. Had to go through all those trials and like. And, and my thing is like, and the reason I'm agnostic is I think labels labels is what causes us to fight. You're a Catholic, I'm a Christian, so you're wrong, I'm right. Somebody has to be wrong, and somebody has to be right. Whether people want to say like, no, 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 I understand your belief, like that's I'm cool with it. You can yeah, have there, your there, belief. I mean, uh, a lot of the wars, right throughout history, were, were all of them. Like, like uh, most recently in, in Ireland, was it the the Protestants and was it the the, the Catholics? They, right? like, um, okay, know. you know the um, singer, the she sings the zombies, right? Zombie song with their tanks and their bombs. Who who is that? No, you guys don't know that. Mm -hmm. um, no, no, it's not White Zombie. I, I forget her name. But What's anyways, it was it was on the, the wars that were going on in, in, in Ireland. I guess if you still go there today. Now? Now? Not now. This was... Like recent history. This is kind of, kind of recent. Recent history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah, recent. Yeah, I would say that all the wars up until recent history have been about religion. Up until like modern times. Right, yeah. So they're... They've all been about religion. That's my point. They're all about the labels. But but the, the common thing we all have is a belief in a higher power. But everybody wants to put their label on it. Like... I'm a Christian, so the Muslims are wrong. Well, but they just believe in a higher power just like you do. And they have a set of rules that, just like we do. But because they call it, uh, what, what, are the, what do the Muslims call their religion? Islamic? Islam. Or, just because they call yeah. it Islam, you know, and they believe Allah, yeah. they're wrong, I'm right. Or in their case, they're right, I'm wrong. So I like I love the idea of being agnostic because if you take away the the labels and just realize that there is something bigger and that we should just all respect each other, I think we would not have anything to fight about. I mean, I'd say I'm probably more agnostic now than than ever than than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Like you wouldn't pick one religion to identify. You would much rather be agnostic. Yeah, yeah, probably. See, and me and Sean have talked about this. I think you still need to have like 
uh, a name so that people can identify. And I used to say that we should eliminate all names, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on blast here. Sean calls it air, which I think is like one of the best acronyms ever because we all that? need air. Air stands for all inclusive religions, right? By okay. by bringing everybody yeah. together into air, which all humans need, right? <laughs> sure. It's gonna catch, dude. I'm t- it's like the, it's one of the greatest I've ever heard. When, when I hear, I think of, I think, Thank of, you. I think of Air Jordan. It's, it's, it's oh, nice there you thought. go. Just but as good. But it, yeah. yeah, but the air thing is like that's that's ag- being agnostic, agnosticism, agnosticism, being agnostic. If you believe in air, which we all need as human beings. Mm. You believe that there's a higher power and that we're all one species. We're all human beings. We're all here together. I respect that there's something bigger and that I should be, you know, uh, respectful to it and that I shouldn't kill my fellow man and I shouldn't steal or cheat or whatever. I think that's as simple as we can make it. And that's what we should all believe in. We should all believe in air because we all need it. And then we have nothing to fight about. I mean, I think most people can agree like that there's there's bad things, right? Like you shouldn't murder, right. cheat, steal. And- I, I've said this. I think when you do something bad, you can almost feel it. And, I, and and then I think people would argue like, what about psychopaths? They don't feel bad about killing people. I don't think they feel bad well, about that, it, but that, I think well, they, that, that, they know that's it's a, that's bad. That's an outlier. That's just a straw man, right? That they're setting yeah, there's not right? many of those. There's something wrong with their brain. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. So were you thinking of the cranberries? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, the that's cranberries. That's it. <laughs> found it. So, yeah. what the hell is White Zombie then? White Zombie's that. a that's a that's I a thought, band. I, I White Zombie's a band. The zombie, it's just a, some I, lyrics. I thought of Rob song. Zombie when you said it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not a very good singer, so yeah, my I'm I'm surprised you found that. He's good. He's, <laughs> he's good, man. He's the new Jamie. Dude, once I get a second screen here, it's gonna oh, be. Oh, he's gonna oh, be it's gonna, it's gonna game over. You know what? I hope this is not insulting. You almost have that look. Like your backwards hat, and like you're cool. Like he's dude. a DJ. I mean, he's got his yeah, one, he hand, looks one like, hand on the oh, he board. He didn't. Here. He didn't like my hat in the beginning. Was, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't I, even it's see my face. Me. It's only my hat. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's got a. But funny you just look have like that. I feel like a techie has like a look, like a hoodie with a backward. Like that's like a techie look, you know. Just like your wizard. I'm gonna take that as a compliment. You're like, man, I bet that dude can code like a motherfucker. Code is code for something more fun. Can you code? Fuck no. no. <laughs> All right. We're coming to the end. Yeah. Is there anything you want to talk about? Anything on the top of your head? Because I think this is a fantastic podcast. Um, I mean, I, I feel like if I open something else up, we'll it, talk it's going to. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to talk. Did you forever. have a good time? I had a good time. Was it yeah. as nerve wracking as you thought? No, no, not not really. I mean, you you went off on a little tangent there. And I, 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 I learned a bit. I get a little preachy, I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> I get a little, but so listen, I just I'm sit back and I listen. And, I'm passionate yeah. about certain things, and I, I, that's something I was passionate about. I, I, I hope in other podcasts, other people get passionate about things because I would love to hear. I'll probably it. go home and you know I'll, I'll think, I'll think about you know, what's you know just some of these topics that, that that we uncovered. Hopefully, I don't have any nightmares, man. Like I said, <laughs> sci-fi and AI and taking over the world. That's and that's kind of, but that's my goal. I, I want. I, I feel like it'd be a dope ass movie, what? right? Why don't you fucking write a movie about you know, AI take it Terminator replay. you mean Terminator well it exists <laughs> yeah right there's, there's probably a ton of different right the Matrix and yeah oh god all, all the rest. it's it's all scary it's all super scary but alright my all man right, let's wrap it up guest number six yeah. Matt Fowler thank you very much <laughs> peace thanks for having me man Bye-bye. appreciate it oh that's so good <laughs>